You're listening to Rooster Teeth Podcast number 503. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit roosterteeth.com. Hello, welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth this week Podcast. Brought to you by Hymns, Loud Noises, Adult Swim, Blue Apron, and Quip. I'm Gus. Where's the things? I'm Barbara. Hey, I'm Bernie. And Gavin will be here shortly. I'm Gus. Um, forgot to add that. Oh. Gus is making a face because before the podcast, <laughs> he made sure to tell me and had me confirm that I heard that there would be no boxes at the top. But the thing is, they're going to add them in post. It's just not live. When the episode <laughs> goes to wide release, they're going to be there. So subscribe to first and you don't have to watch the little boxes at the top. That so subscribe to first and to you. You see the fuck ups. You see before the final product. You'll, you'll get to watch us. Refine the product before it gets fully and released. You get to see us refine it live. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> live is crazy. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. We started the Monday in a very weird manner today. What is your, well, let me think how your Monday started. Okay. I, know, I think I know what you're going to say. We went to a brewery to watch Rooster Teeth beer get canned. That's what this is, right? And started drinking beer at like 9.30 in the morning. Please. Which was a really bizarre start to the it day. It was awesome! Yeah, no, it was great. Just a ninth, ninth there was a a.m. beer was a little unexpected. Are we allowed to talk about the name? Yeah. Called uh, it's called Rooster Brew. Big discussion. Very big discussion over what to call this. And actually, Bruce today on Twitter told Bruce. me one uh, that he, uh, he that was on the list, and he's surprised we didn't call it that. You want to know something what? funny about that? That was not Bruce. <laughs> It was the user that had his photo as his photo. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And he also I got the, confused like too. a weird name. I hate when people do that when they take the avatar. Yeah. So it's, it's mildly confusing. Yeah. Okay. So they're going to be available at RTX at the coop for I free. If Bruce is the person who re- replied to my. I'm trying to plug the beer. Almo Animal Crossing meme thing that I posted. You want to find out? Ago. Let us know. Why don't you look it up? Hold on. Don't say anything <laughs> until I'm done searching for this. There's actually two cool things on the table. One is this, the Rooster Teeth Brew, which had a or Rooster, Rooster brew. brew. Excuse me. Cheers. 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 Rooster Brew, which had a couple of different names. One of the names potentially suggested was Brewby, but this was this leads into a whole other discussion, which there was a there was a big debate about this. And I was actually I'm on board now, but there was a big internal debate of whether or not we should do this at all. Like whether or not we should put Rooster Teeth on an alcohol product. Was it just because of the association of our brand with alcohol? Because just, I feel like we're way down that hole already. No, no, yeah, more so it was like, do we want to sell alcohol? Like, do, or not sell, but like, do we want to like, be associated with an alcoholic product Fair that enough. has our name on it? So mm. You know what I mean? Because I don't, I don't think legally we can sell this stuff. I think it's all promotional. It's, yeah, it's yeah. gonna be free at the coop, which is really cool. Yeah. If you're 21 or older. Yes. But it was it was a debate. I think a lot of times when something kind of appears because we don't talk about it because we want to surprise people, like, oh hey, look at this, we got these cool cans and they have our logo on it and the 15th anniversary. It was a it was a long discussion and there were some dissenting opinions about it, you know. And we went back and forth. I think at the end of the day, and this is how I was convinced. It's like we have so much beer on the podcast every single week. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that uh, it went forward. This is and now that really I see good. it in practice. It's awesome. It's it was it was really cool to watch that setup uh, at the brewery and watch you know as they explain like oh this is where all these tanks are this is where this is you know we had to reconfigure it rearrange this and then watch like the cans get loaded and go down the conveyor belt yeah and I was like as I was watching I think I told Bernie he's like I want to play a video game that's just building and mm-hmm. managing a brewery 
like moving equipment around and managing uh, like a production line and watching all uh, everything go through. You love stuff like that. I love though. stuff like you that. Lo- what was that game again? Papers, please. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very monotonous. No, no, no. Sometimes you got fake passports. That's true. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> really stirred you up. <laughs> you know what doesn't smell good? Beer. In general. Like, old beer smells bad, like when you spill it, like mm-hmm. the night after a party, or, you, or the day after a party when you wake up and you gotta clean up after a party. Like old, sticky floor beer? Yeah, it's all, that's a specific smell, but also brewing beer is a smell that, unless you've had a, like a roommate or something who brewed beer, as I did in college, you don't know what that smells like. Basically, it's just that smell of... Malt, like molten malt. I don't know. Molten. <laughs> they, where they, where they liquefy malt and then they make it, and then it's just, it's the brewing process. It's kind of stinky. Mm-hmm. It's more stinky than beer is itself. Couldn't tell that by watching your Instagram stories that it was stinky in there. No, I didn't. I didn't do that. It was actually in the other room where they do the brewing. This was the canning part. Mm. So this had a lot of the spilled beer on the floor that that had that smell. But the other place had the smell I associate with brewing beer, which were the big tanks, like the grain and the hops and there all you of that go, stuff, mm-hmm. and the molten stuff. The molt. You know how to. So the name that I suggested was Brewster Teeth, because to me that's the more obvious one. But you guys said that sounds more like a coffee. Yeah, or it was a coffee, and they also sounds like somebody's name. Brewster Teeth. Like Brewster. Uh, Brewster's Uh, Millions? Yeah. Brewster Brew is simple. I like it. The one that Matt (laughs) was pushing for, which everyone hated. Oh, God, no. Do you know what it was? Yes. Cockadoodle Brew, which is just awful. So you're welcome, everyone, for only have to hearing about that hypothetically. There were other ones I heard as well, like Cock Juice. Mm. Which He, he leans into the cock bite thing way too much. I keep trying to tell him. Like, we have an award at the company. Yeah, the Cockbite Award. Cockbite yeah, of the Year. I hate that. What I, would you call it if you had a- Anything else! Because we want to put it on their fucking desk! You know what I mean? It's just- I get it. It's a- Yeah, but they're putting it on their desk at Rooster Teeth. It's a big deal, because like, yeah. I think out of 400 and- or 380 people that work at the company now, almost 400 people, we give a- we get award those to 12 people over the course of the year? Maybe 12 to 15? Yeah, somewhere in there? Yeah. It's by department, and then there's some special awards. Yeah, I've never gotten one, so. I don't one either. If you guys want to nominate someone this year, you know. Can you? Are you eligible to get one? Why, you might, why wouldn't you? You might not be. Oh, because I'm a manager? Right. Man, nominate me as a manager. <laughs> be like, we're all coming together. Nominate <laughs> the best manager at the company. I, I don't think you're eligible. Barbara Have your Barbara employees man. make them do it. That'd be a good manager. Oh, all right. You're, you're delegating. Go yoink. Ooh. T- give it to somebody and then fire them before you deliver it. That's, <laughs> that's how a manager would do it. <laughs> That's a little pro I'm tip. accepting this award on so-and-so's behalf yeah. since they're no longer here. Like, literally in the five minutes when you, when, like, you say you're going to give it to them, and then you actually hand them the award just, like, in that point in time. But your name is on this already. What? Is it? Do we put their names on it? Do we inscribe we do. them? We inscribe them. Who, uh, who's, got, who's got the award from the yeah, broadcast any, department? Any you guys? Ma- Meryl got one this year. Mar- or this see, past year. Uh, everyone sounds came, really happy that, that Meryl got one. so unenthusiastic. <laughs> it was is, just like, Is your name inscribed on your cockbite of the year thing? Is your name on it? It is? Okay. okay. Well, we had to give it to her then, guys, because it ha- it's in Mariel. Well, I remember that when Patrick was presenting the award, Mariel's the only girl, technically, in broadcast <laughs> who's not contract or intern. And she was at the time, for sure. And def- at the time, I think you were the only girl at all, right? Where? In, in broadcast? Still full time, yeah. Yeah. So when Patrick started talking about who he's giving it to, he like I don't know if he was trying to make believe that like sh- no one would guess who it was. So he was like, "Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give this tour to someone. Uh, she blah 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 blah, and she blah blah blah." So it's like obvious that it was yeah. Mariel, and she was already crying by the time <laughs> he gave it to her. I stood up and then I was like, "Wait, what if it's not me?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still remember the. 
first time we had Mariel in. Do you have it here? Do you at, have it? Uh, so we can show it to people? I remember the first time you showed up to the old studio when like we were interviewing her as possibly being an intern. I had the most awkward first interaction with Mariel because I'm, I'm just an awkward person in general, especially when I meet people for the first time. Um, and so when I met her and I was like, what's your name? She's like, Mariel. And I was like, Mariel, like M. Ariel, like a tasty Ariel. Wow. Mariel. Mm, and then she was like, yep. Sounds good. And just like walked away and I was like, oh God, she's never going to talk to me again. <laughs> I just imagine you like turning and looking at the wall after that, just <laughs> sitting there. Like, I'm going to go to sleep now. <laughs> yeah, you, you just punish yourself. Like, I'll, I'll just be over here if yeah. anybody's looking for me. But she still she still wants to be friends with me after that, so it worked out. Do we have sidecar set up today, guys? Is that yeah. even a thing? My, my tasty, tasty Ariel. Oh, look at your holy She went and got the award. Oh, look at, you look at your <laughs> <the acceptance. laughs> Where do I look? Oh. <laughs> She's beauty. I mean, she's I mean, great. Does she work in broadcast? Wow. <laughs> I don't. I don't sit in here anymore. I used to work on the show, and now I don't. I just get to listen to it. What's the hat? What's the three hat? Oh, it's Chance the Rapper. Oh, okay. I thought. I, I, can wait, I be wait, wait, wait to be in touch. No, no, no. Listen, I music is definitely a place where I've just given up all hope of staying relevant, because I yeah. actually thought Childish Gambino, that Donald Glover's rapping identity, yeah. I thought it was a joke for like the first year. I didn't know he was an actual rapper. I'm so I'm just really far behind. That's a very common thing. Like who's yeah. the, who's the new guy? Didn't who's an idiot? The Cardi rapper, the face. He got crayons on his face. What's his name? Oh, oh there's like Takashi. Post Malone. Oh, Post Malone. Well, there's a bunch of never heard of Post Malone song. Terrible. Don't can't, can't tell you one song. Didn't Cardi B tweet that she thought Childish Gambino and Donald Glover looked very similar? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. Um, I still remember when you when you started. I feel like Who is you were so timid. I was very, I'm a very shy person. Being here for four years has has um, unleashed my less shy personality. But unleashed. I'm still a very very shy person. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I started at six three six. Yeah, I, I remember. It's been uh, a long time. Brandon, I think, brought you down and was like was like showing your eyes, like, hey, this. Uh, I guess he was still doing broadcast stuff at the time as well. In addition to live action, He's I, like, didn't he manage the like all the interns? This is Muriel. This me. Maybe. It's Muriel. How, how how long did you have to go before Muriel got? Like people started to call you Muriel. Well, Meg Turney still calls me Muriel. I, that's why I started calling you Muriel yeah. because that there's like there's a clip that people send me all the time when I yelled at the people in the other room, and she's not on screen, but I say not Muriel. I got this. Oh, yeah, Muriel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Barb started calling me Merle. 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 Yeah. No one calls me what. My, well, by she my calls name. me Bimmy, so I have to give her a Bimmy. name. The Bimmy Dunks. Bimmy Dunks and Merle. <laughs> cool. Somebody suggested in Twitter. Literally, we oh. should call the the beer Brewster Teeth. Like wow, oh, ago. good idea. HD Pickles in chat says that 6ix9ine <laughs> is crayon face. Yeah, well, there's this guy named Takashi 6ix9ine, I think some, something like that. But um, he looks like, he looks like when you would get your, your friends drunk and they would, you would write on their faces. <laughs> but like, that's what his but face that's actually his look? looks like. Yeah, like, that's his thing. I feel like I'm so out of touch. And with I music I, in general or with tattoos on your face? With music in general. Like, I also just recently found out who Cardi B was, and that was through Texas, because oh. he loves her. Yes. Oh, is this the guy? Is that crayon yeah. face? Yeah. No! No. Or are you talking I, about Post I know, Malone? I know Post Malone, yeah. But that guy also has some interesting Like, he has a tattoo on his face, always tired, are which those is funny for about a minute, but then you gotta live with it forever. I don't know, the guy's got a very successful music career. I don't, I don't, I don't have that, so. <laughs> we end up, we're neglecting Not something good. else, which is... Bye, Muriel. Bye. Hi, bye, Muriel. I love you. So the, the beer was a little bit of a debate. What is not a debate is these other glasses that are the, out here. The these, tiki mugs? The tiki mugs that we have. I these have been sitting in uh, 
Ryan's office in basically the e-commerce office for about five fucking months. And I have been wanting to bring them on the podcast the entire time. They're Tiki-inspired rooster teeth mugs. They're rooster teeth-inspired Tiki mugs. Either some of column A, some of column B. But they're awesome. So they're... Uh I, I, I'm, I have the, the information here about Give them. Want They're going to be available first at RTX oh, and then online later. Uh, they are each a limited edition, though. So they are each the, a limited edition. Yeah. And each, each style. Oh, wow. This is like. And, uh, you hear that? There's this ASMR. I think the guys. coupe opens up on Thursday. It's at the Sunset Room across from the convention center. Yes. So if you're in town for RTX, you can swing by a little before the event. And, will uh, these be there? Try, I think those will be there. Okay. Awesome. Uh, it says so, RTX. Really quickly. Which one of these is your favorite? Because I have one that's clearly my favorite. I have one that's clearly my favorite. And Gus said what his was, and I was like, no, that's not the best one. I mean, Mine's the one you're holding looks the most like a classic tiki mug. Yeah. I think that the one. The rooster or... and the teeth. Yeah. Rooster and the teeth. I, I that one? I mean, this one's pretty cool, too. That's my favorite. That's the one Bernie picked. Yeah. It's the white and black achievement. No, the, uh, the cool. this red and white rooster is the best. Y'all yeah. are wrong. Okay. That's fair, fair play. That one, that to me one is you the can most see rooster the, teeth. That one you can see, yeah, you can see the design the most. This uh, one you have to be like, oh, I get it. There's a rooster there, and there's some teeth down there. I think there, I like that because so. it's subtle, though. This one's a little more subtle. Yeah. A little more subtle. For a tiki glass. <laughs> yeah, right? as, as subtle as you can be. I'm at, by the way, I'm taking these. Just telling everybody right now. I'm taking, yeah. The boxes absolutely. are right over there. You can just box them up. And I'm take taking them all these. At the end of the, at the end of tonight? They have, to, they have to shoot with those later. What are they going to shoot with them? Pictures? <laughs> they shoot pictures of these? Who's after the podcast? Look, we're shooting sixty pictures a second of them right now. Wait, there you go. Here's we, your picture. Can we drink out of them? Then? Hey. Yeah, yeah. They, they wash. Hey, them. thank hey, you. Hey, Gabby. Gabby. Oh, get those. Have you, Gavin? Have you seen the tiki mugs? Do we make that? Yeah, these are these have been sitting in Ryan Quinn's office for like six months now. I feel like, and every time I've been in there, I've been asking if I can take one or take them to the podcast. Set. You know what you did do? And I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this. I took a mug. You took a mug. Yeah, I took a prototype mug. It was the only mug we had. We hadn't shot any photos with it. It's the only one we had available at all. And you sent it to Hannah Hart. I did. I did. Which, which is a nice <laughs> gesture, but you, which, you gave which it mug, away. Which mug was it? The I only drink at work mug. Which is not on sale yet. We don't know when it's going to be in the store, but we haven't done any photography. Well, check or out Hannah's uh, Instagram story because it's on there right <laughs> That's now. That's a really funny way of marketing. It's just sending one of a kind prototypes to random people well, on the internet. In the marketing office, they were panicking today because they're like, "Hey, did you see Hannah Hart's story with that mug? <laughs> How did she get that? Oh, Bernie sent it her. Bernie took the mug we had. Was that the one he sent to her? Yeah, yeah." <laughs> I took the prototype. Actually, I went and got, there was another shipment, I think, and there was two in that, and I took those two as well. So this mug's never going to come out because we can't take photos of it. I am taking these glasses, though. I want to be serious about this so you understand. They have a bunch more. Don't the, watch podcasts. The first Drunk Gamers merchandise we ever made was also a coffee mug that said covert alcohol container on it. That is correct. I still have one of those. I have one of those, too. I have two things. But then we got the weird thing. Which, that, when you say the first piece, it's literally the only piece of merchandise, and we never sold it. No, we sold it. What are you, you're insane. We never, we never you, sold any. They you, were available. You gave for them still. away to people. Yeah, they, after we shut down, we still had a bunch. Oh, okay. But the, uh, the other piece of, uh, like, the other tchotchke that I associate with Drunk Gamers was uh, someone from the DG community made us Space Invaders keychains. Yeah. yeah and I think I, you guys showed it to I us. I still have those to this day. You know, it's, it's funny. Uh, i I have one that I use on my keys, like you said, still to this day. So it's like been worn down mm -hmm. over the years. I found another one in my house that's like it was still new in the plastic little baggie that they came I think in. I gave that to you. Didn't I give that to you? 
I don't know. Did I you? I had it. I found it and I gave it to you as a gift. Okay, well, I found it again. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it, it was lost <laughs> and it's been refound. I was like, look at this. I got a brand new one. Here's a gift for you. How dare you? Well, thank you. Well, th that proves I kept it. I still have it. That's good. It's in a place of honor. It's and you so it honored I forgot about it. Yeah, and you got to you got to receive it twice. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Once from you it. and once from the universe. <laughs> All right. I'm uh, I'm taking the brown one. Let me let oh, me read this here. Uh, I want to remind everyone this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Hymns. Hims is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Sexual performance issues are more common than you think. Over 25% of new ED cases are guys under 40. Well, guys, thanks to science, ED can be optional. Hims connects you to real doctors and medical-grade solutions that treat ED. No waiting room, uh, no in-person doctor visit. You can save hours by going to 4 answer a few quick questions, and chat with a doctor for a confidential review. Products are shipped directly to your door. It's so easy. Uh, I know what you're thinking. Sphere ED isn't just an issue for rich old guys in bathtubs. Uh, it affects tons of younger men as well. So being your best means performing your best. It's erectile without the dysfunction. Hard made easy. Say hello to your little friend. Uh, try hymns for a month today for just $5. They'll get you started for just 5 bucks while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost you hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to 4 slash rooster5. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash rooster and the number five, fourhims.com slash rooster five. You know, we've talked about it before. It's a uh, super easy, great service. You should absolutely check it out if you need it. I just saw Gavin pick up one of these rooster brew beers and he was about to open it and pour it in and I kept pointing to it so he could look at it. And I've never seen someone more confused in all his life. Yeah. How did we get that on there? Oh, you didn't know about this? No. Yeah. Clearly doesn't follow us on Instagram. Yes. Apparently not. We went to the <laughs> brewery. Went to a brewery this morning. We made this. So this oh, is Bernie and I. We, we went in. We broke in, and we started the machines. By Austin Beer Works. Austin Beer Works previously made an appearance on this podcast with one of their fine products when we got a ninety-nine pack of beer. Yes. Is that what that was? Ninety-nine pack or hundred mm -hmm. pack? It's a ninety-nine pack. Yeah. It's because if it was a hundred, one would stick out. Right. Okay. I guess you could have four rows of 25, but they went for three of 33. 33. Rookie mistake. Where were you? <laughs> but it was funny. We were uh, When we were up there, they were talking about the 99 pack today. And they said they intentionally designed that packaging to be dumb. They're like, we want to make the dumbest, gimmicky, most prom uh, promotional product possible. So they said the first the designer came back with like a cube. And they're like, no, this is too easy. You can actually pick this up and no. carry this. So then they said they settled on this design, and the designer still tried to put like handholds on it so you could pick it up. And they were like, no, the handholds have to be in inconvenient places. <laughs> is it because they wanted you to go with friends to pick it up? Right. It's like, so you have to have two people, or it's like super unwieldy and awkward if it's one person. You gotta put it on your shoulder, basically. You kind of like hug it like a tree. I yeah. would push out four cans and then put it over my head and wear it like armor. <laughs> what do you mean, like a big tall? Thing like put it down straight, <laughs> or from the center way. and bend it. Do you all remember how fucking heavy that thing was? Yeah, no. ninety nine beers. Ninety nine beers. I think. I think it was a beast. I could it was an absolute a unit. Twenty four pack. You know, four of those, and then three more beers. Those three really put it over the edge. Wait, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's really heavy. But yeah, they're the. It's a. Uh, it's cool. I feel like I remember seeing. Them make beer. I, I feel like they started not that long ago, said like seven or eight years ago. And I felt like I'd see a can every now and then. Now, now I feel like it's everywhere in Austin. It's in every bar in Austin. Yeah, they've, sure. def they've definitely taken off. I like them. Yeah, so it's good to it's good to work with them for this. Is it a, like a big bucket list thing for you to have your own beer? Uh, I don't know about bucket list. I, it was it was something I always thought would be cool if it happened and if we were able to do it. 
Oh, also, like, I didn't realize until right now it's got that same mural, um, like the red mural that's painted out in the RTLA studio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We finally got signs on the outside of stage five. They're pretty. Oh, yeah, it looks really nice coming in here. It really does. Door? Yeah. yeah. Said, like that old faded yellow door. I'm sure you've seen it in RTLA. Who, who's going around making this place look good? Uh, that's John Mace. Oh. John and, Mace. And his team. And his team. Yeah, the whole the whole facility. Team. It's like the John Mace is an idea. It's not a person. That's true. Oh, look at that. Yeah, it's an all, everything all at once. Except for the tiki bugs fail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it up. <laughs> Although I do like how they have a list on the side of the departments that are in this building. Yes. I mean that's gonna change in like a day. Like, well, I think they're so interchangeable. This goes from. Oh, like, that's true. They could just take them out. I didn't know they were painted. Information technology. On. They're not painted. I guarantee it. Okay. Good. So, yeah, we're actually I working on that potentially because. We're in stage five, stage two, about 50% of stage four, and it looks like we might be taking over stage three for a little bit, too, for some production stuff. Nice. And we so, use stage seven a lot. That's the armory? <laughs> yeah. That one is, uh, that's, that's It's a misnomer one. to call it a stage. Is that in the Bloodfest trailer? Where did I just see it's it? Pro yeah. I mean, we got oh. so much stuff from Bloodfest. It's in the murder room intro. That's what I was just thinking. Every time I see a hallway from that building, I instantly yeah. recognize well, it's it. It's the hall- Hallway that Adam Ellis runs down, right? In Bloodfest? Mm -hmm. That's in the trailer? In the trailer, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it could be a I'm hospital, a school, a military base. It, it's like, it's very um, interchangeable, I guess, for different locations. It's very generic. Generic. And shitty and rundown. It's very <laughs> shitty it's and very rundown. It's great for like, horror stuff, too, because it's actually haunted, I think, and now, creepy. I can't even believe Blaine was even considering drinking that. Liquid that was oh, in there. I would not have let him do it because it's directing. It's like you drink that on your off time. I feel like one of the most dangerous things on the planet is liquid. It's where all the bad stuff comes from. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah, like if you saw even like a piece of meat just sitting on a table, you'd be like, <laughs> "All right," but just like a random liquid. Yeah, yeah, I, I get like you. The idea that you it have two doors, two glass doors. One there's just a jar of some mystery liquid, and the other one there's like a lion, and you're like. Yeah. Million, well, I mean, <laughs> million dollars, but mystery liquid. <laughs> I mean, yeah, everything bad comes from unless it's like a lump of plutonium or something. To me, that was my the, the grossest million dollars, but of anything we've done so far. Just the concept of it, which was a million dollars, but for the rest of your life, when you see an unfinished drink, you just have to pick it up and oh, finish that was it. One I did. Yeah, yeah, it had cigarette butts, <laughs> like a spit bucket at a wine tasting place. Yeah, oh, everything's terrible. I hated licking the coins, even though they were clean. It just felt wrong to suck on metal. What about the eating the birthday cake one? That was right. Okay. Oh, uh, JJ good. Browning on Twitter just posted the screenshot from our. It's I guess it's still up in her Instagram story right now. So if you want to see that link, uh, but he just posted the the picture on Twitter as well. His name is at uh, NerdtronJJ. That's an unfortunate. Do you have time to sit around at work and watch Instagram stories? Like I haven't seen our no, Instagram at work? story. No. What? No. You mean but you work. asked me today how oh, you didn't see our Instagram story? Yeah, you have lunch at some point, or just like in a car. You don't <laughs> no. drive. What do you do when you're not when you're not How when you're not driving? I wasn't in a car today. Okay. How often do you go on Instagram? Uh, mm. maybe like once a day in the evening. There it is. Yeah, I sent it to her. Sorry. <laughs> the other side has a uh, nice Rushdie logo on it, but she's not showing that. You'll never so. see it. <laughs> That'll be the only product shot of that mug. I mean, like if they can't make it now because they well, lost. Like, they'll just upload that particular <laughs> image they on lost the store the page. File. I like the idea of them having to start from scratch, like redesign it in <laughs> Photoshop. We just uh, we just recently met with some uh, old friends and big inspirations for Rooster Teeth. We met with the Homestar Runner guys, Matt and Mike Chapman, who, uh, if you're not aware, have been running a Kickstarter for their new Trogdor board game. You should go check it what? out and support it. 
You know that? No. Yeah, they have a Trogdor board game. Trogdor was like my favorite thing from. He's got little uh, miniature pieces too, little Trogdor. You could have one in your home. Does he have one beefy arm? He does. And he oh. has constant Wouldn't be bees. Trogdor without it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> actually, we actually have. 15 days to go, uh, $857,000 raised. Come on, a million. Oh, wow. Come on, Homestar yeah. Runner. Hey, listen, I, Homestar Runner is one of those things that go to VidCon. If you talk to anybody from uh, the original generation of like YouTube content creators, Barbara. all of them influenced by Homestar Runner, including <sighs> including us, not that we're a yeah. YouTube content creator. But uh, Homestar Runner, probably one of the most influential things to ever be on the internet. But they were talking about how uh, at the height of the popularity for Homestar, when a Chinese company wanted to make plushies based on all the characters, which would have been a great idea. Yeah. Um, they made one for the character Bubs, and they sent, they just made it and sent it to them. And Bubs has one little eye and one big eye. Yeah. But because it's 2D flash cartoons, they couldn't really figure out what they were looking at. So they extrapolated that into 3D, and they thought the the little eye was a horn, and they gave him this big old <laughs> horn oh and God. these jagged teeth, oh and it made God. Bubs look like horrific. Sure, there's a photo oh of that. They should have sold that. Yeah, they, that should be like a limited edition collector's item or something like they that. They sold uh, a cheat plushie. Yeah, the kick the cheat. I got one. Well, my I got one. brother got one. Yeah, we had one around this. I had one forever. forever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What was your favorite series from Homestar Runner? Uh, it was probably just strong bad emails. I like that. I like Teen Girl Squad. Uh, Teen Girl. I was gonna say I, I was surprised you prefer Trogdor to Teen Girl Squad. Yeah. Well, I mean that was uh, yeah. I guess they both spurred off of uh, strong bad emails. Mm -hmm. No. Uh, yeah. Was, yeah. Totally classic. It's it's funny to think that. You know, we the, the internet's just so different. I know it's like something we say all the time, but you'd have to go to their website to watch a Flash cartoon. And, yeah, it was, and, they, and they would have to load. Well, we were envious because remember they could, for with flash cartoons, you could watch them in the web browser. And for us, because we had videos, you had to download a file. Download. And we had to have like eight different versions of every episode. You didn't have a flash version of the episode. <laughs> no, the flash didn't make video. At the Eventually, time. we did, but that was yeah. like season. No, flash video is what made YouTube possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like season three, season was, four. Uh, you have to say four. Yeah, I remember seeing my my first flash video was on the Rusty website. It was the the first one I ever watched. I mean, it was very surprising to see the whole video. I just thought it was a thumbnail. I was like, oh wait, this is the video? Do yeah. I have to download it? On a web page? <laughs> what? Yeah. We were so happy about that. You oh. were especially happy about that. Well, for two reasons. One, I because we would, you know, work on Red vs. Blue Thursday night all the way into Friday morning. Like sometimes like so one or two in the morning. <laughs> sometimes into Sunday morning. Yeah, and then people are like, oh my gosh, we're done. It's like, we're out of here. And then I knew I was going to sit there and watch Progress Bars for another four God, fucking hours. if you could take the data from those videos, like it was all like standard to death and tiny. I know your progress bars would be done in seconds. No, they wouldn't be. Yeah, it would no, just like it would fly be crazy. by. You could render it on your phone now. And the yeah. upload too, because I was uploading. Maybe I was up, I was uploading with a cable modem by then. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. You were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like 56k or anything. On behalf like of everyone who works here, thank you for not giving up on that and for sticking with it, even though you hated it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't hate. I didn't hate it. I loved it. I have a question. I, thanks for the job. Why not start earlier in the week? Because we had day jobs, dude. This is like this is like season one, season two. Oh, I mean, but like even when you had the office, it was still like Thursday night. Oh. I think it's that thing where we just kept working on it until like the last possible minute. Getting yeah. ahead on Red versus Blue was always one of those things we were gonna. It was gonna happen. It happened season eight. That's when it finally yeah. happened. Actually, it happened, Gavin. You're a big part of it when we finally got a break, and you directed season seven. I, I had to come in and like help at the end because you had to leave because of the, the immigration stuff. Yeah. But uh, um, 
yeah, that, that break really helped. And then I could actually write a full script. You know, I don't think we had a full script of the entire season until season nine. Nah, six we came pretty close, but nine definitely had like I handed the script over to everybody, and then we had a full script. Every other week, I was I was like it's week to week, kind of reacting to what the audience liked. You know, it was like oh, they like this story because I, I feel like I, I should be doing the same in in getting ahead on. But <coughs> pardon me, slimer guys, is that I've already shot the rest of 2018. They're yeah. all done, and you'd think that I would sit down and just edit all of them, and I just can't. Why can't I you? Can't, I can't. Like when I'm done with one, I'm like. Oh, I gotta upload this now, and then I'll just take you, the break. Why don't you just take a Sunday and be like, I'll do three today? Because that sounds miserable. <laughs> it takes so long. But then they all like, take longer than a day. Future Gavin would be so thankful. He for would that. love me, but yeah. I don't think I cared that much about well, future me. <laughs> future Gavin should invent a fucking time machine and come back and do it himself if he's gonna be so happy about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he should figure that out. I think what happens if you edited all of them and then scheduled them for upload, you wouldn't even have to think about your channel for. Do you trust schedule uploads? I've never done it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't never I don't it. trust it. How is Man. it possible? It's 2018. We don't have scheduled text messaging yet. Like, there's been times. Why do you want to schedule a text message? I can't message? think of a single thing that I would need that for. Oh my gosh! Like, I don't oh, ever want to text would, someone after midnight. I would use that all the time when I'm when someone texts me and they're in England and then I finish work and want to text them back. It's Another 1 example. And it's like, yep. yeah, but you can text them. I mean, their phones in do not disturb. If their phones in do rude. not disturb, that's their fault. I don't, I don't want to risk that. Yeah, I, mean, I don't either. But yeah, I guess for that it makes sense. What's the cutoff? What's your cutoff for text at night? 10 p.m.? Personally? Midnight. Yeah. Like that I won't text someone or I don't want someone texting me? Either way. Um, to me, Do you have I, a different rule for yourself than you have Well, I feel bad. If I text someone after like 9 or 10 p.m., I feel bad. Like I would so apologize. I. Yeah. But I'm cool getting a text like up until midnight. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, if, if I'm... Honestly, whatever. any time of night. If it's like important enough, yeah. I don't yeah. really care. I don't mind. If I'm asleep, I'll put my phone in. Do not disturb. So yeah. it's not going to bother me. Exactly. So, I have whatever. a trainer and he gets up at, I think, 4 or 4.30 every day. Because he starts with clients at like five. Yep. And every now and then he'll text me if he has like availability or if I asked him a question. He'll text me back, but like when he wakes up. So I'll wake up to a text that came in at like five or five thirty in the morning. And I'm like, why does he even bother sending? I can't respond for another three hours. Chat, by the way, is uh gleefully letting us know that Android has scheduled text messages. Oh, is that true? Mm-hmm. Time yeah. to switch. So sorry, I, I would call a particular person out, but it's just everyone in chat. Is saying uh, Android. Okay, yeah. well, message received. Literally. See the I Pixel want, 3 got leaked? Go tomorrow. I've got the best feature, best new feature for Xbox, or all the consoles, right? When an episode of something finishes on Netflix or Hulu, especially if it's like an hour or 40 minutes, it sends a signal to turn on your controller. Oh, that'd be nice. Right when the credits roll. Yeah. That's a good idea. So you because can skip? I don't want to... I, it, it will auto play the next episode, and if I'm done, I don't want it to like. Yeah. I don't want it to do that. But then I've got to be like, ah, oh, me, wait for my controller to be on. Nope. Yep. That's cool. That technology does not exist, though, because if you turn on your console, it doesn't turn on your controller. No, I know. I just I wish you could do yeah. that. Yeah. You can't wake the oh. controller. I thought you said you do have that. I didn't realize it was an idea. It's got to be. It's got to be a way to do that. that. Like a little hey, what's up? Yeah, like a low, like if they use like a, a low power Bluetooth thing. Yeah, I mean, you can turn it on if it's connected via a wire. So maybe if there was a dongle that Android does that. <laughs> <laughs> if you, when you finish a Netflix video, it wakes up your Xbox controller for you. So wait, does it not do it on PS on the PlayStation? Does it not do PlayStation's what? Bluetooth, right? I know it's Bluetooth for the remote. Yeah. 
So, you, you, you still go through the same thing. You still yeah. have to Xbox it on. has that shitty proprietary whatever I, I, it is that I makes feel it like, hard to like have a decent wireless third party controller. Well, I feel like it takes a l it takes longer for my Xbox controller to to link up to my Xbox than for my PlayStation controller to link up to the PlayStation. Like yeah. the Xbox, I hit the the center button. It's like black, black, black. Yeah, the first few black, seconds, like, he, the controller's oh like, oh my god, what, what do you want? But the PlayStation, you hit it, and it's like within like a second, it's like uh, yeah. boom, done. Beep. Yeah. Done. PS4 is kind of killing it this generation, just in general. Yeah, I mean across the board. Spider Man's about to come out. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I played about that at E3. It, it was awesome. I'm super excited about it. No Man's Sky is even good now. What the fuck? How is that possible? You play that on Xbox now? Oh, can you? Yeah. It is came it across? actually good? Have you uh, played it? I, listen, no, <laughs> but my family likes it. I Ashley mean, I, likes it. Man, Katie likes I it. Honestly, Teddy had likes fun it, in so. the original No Man's Sky, flying around for like a day or two, but then I just felt aimless, and I was like. This isn't so real. it makes it good now all of a sudden. I don't know. I don't know what it was like before. I never played it the first time. You were so excited about it though. I was fairly excited about it, but then I remember it was a weird phenomenon where everyone was going ape shit about this trailer, and I and I looked at it and I thought that doesn't look very good, and then it came out. Everyone was like, "This sucks," and I was like, "Well, yeah, the trailer <laughs> looks shit." Well, people got really hyped up in the uh, the. Like endless possibilities, yeah. which if a new independent developer is making you know a game and they're talking about all this stuff, we should all know by now. Don't get super excited about that. Don't. I mean, yeah. even like Rare with Sea of Thieves, everybody's like, you have a ship and you can be able to go here and you own your own ship and it'll be amazing adventures. And then it's like, let's dig up our fiftieth fucking chest. <laughs> like, um, in like the, in the last two hours, a game like Skyrim, right? Big old map, shitloads of places to go. It's good. My favorite game. But imagine if they were like, get this. You can now go to nine hundred thousand cities. I'd be like, I don't want to go to a thousand <laughs> cities. Like, yeah, that's not a selling point. Why was everyone getting hung up on this huge selling point of like? Is it because it, a just, it, was, it, was, it was supposed to be like a shared universe, right? And like, what are the odds yeah. that you would run into planets. someone? Right. It's like the Oasis. Yes, but every planet was shitty. Yeah. <laughs> actually, like cultivated with cool stuff on it. In the Maybe Oasis, it's just somehow. like a selling point because it seems like you could play that game. Indefinitely, and so it just seems like a very expansive universe that you'll never, I guess, run out of. Yeah, um, it so just it was a frustrating game. I never felt like I was getting more powerful in any way. I was like, my ship can hold a bit more. I can mine a rock a little faster. I have a question about a game. So what? Yeah. Um. So I brought my Switch on the airplane when I went to Raleigh this weekend, and I played Stardew Valley. What do you? Huge fan. What do you? Do in that game. I pointed at Gavin when I said I fan. spent like two hours just like chopping rocks up. You yes. do everything <laughs> in that game. That game is amazing. You can do. You can plant stuff. You can farm stuff. You can go in the mines. You can find gems but and it, shit. Am I doing that right? Where you literally just like spend days just chopping shit like in your little area there, yeah. and then you go to sleep. Well, and then first, you wake yeah, up and you, you arrive. Yeah. you arrive on the farm, and it's a big old shithole. Yeah, tidy it up. Do you just t spend like days tidying it? Yeah, up? Not days, but until you run out of energy, and then just stop planting shit and farming. Barb, can I make a recommendation on where to start? Yeah, please. D don't just don't. <laughs> because that game is just—it's exactly what they said. You're just hitting rocks in the mine or watering the same I mean, it fucking plant. Yeah, time really well. You That's also a good thing. it does. You played Minecraft That's your life though. What you played Minecraft? I did. I did. It's like a more robust but farming part of Minecraft. I also have a follow-up question. <laughs> so I played for a while, and my inventory got full very quick. So I put it in the little box that's next to your house. Yeah. Oh. How do you get the stuff back? From no, the that's box? The, you're selling it. Yeah. You put it in that box. <laughs> Are you really? 
Yeah, the guy comes at night and takes it all and sells it. You should have got a report in the morning telling you all your stuff was sold. <laughs> Wait, no, is it to the right of the house? You can build You can chest, make your own box. The, that's the cell box. That's the cell like box. The mayor comes by every well, night. Well, shit, because I got some really cool shit and I put it in that box thinking, oh, I'll just store it here for safekeeping. Nope. I got but you got some gold. What did you sell? I got some like cool gemstones. And <laughs> Trevor, I mean, that's the point of him really is to sell him. <laughs> he's, he's gone. She sold Trevor. He's gone now. <laughs> so, does the Switch have multiplayer? Because uh, PC so. has multiplayer. I don't think so. I, I don't think it's so. yet. I think I've been playing with Ashley. Through, so. By the way, that would be wicked in real life. Multiplayer Switch? No, like an eBay box. Oh. oh. Bung stuff in it and it gets sold. And you just get left with money. That would be class. It's like, I, it's no, just, this is just an option to your fucking refrigerated box. It, that's also an amazing idea. Those, Cold deliveries. Those businesses actually existed. They were in retail locations. You would take an item in and they would sell it on eBay. Well, there, for you. It, there's a running joke, not a running joke. There's a joke in the movie 40 Year Old Virgin of the woman yes. who works at a store called We I, Sell Your Stuff on eBay. I was going to say Bridesmaids, but it was, yeah, it was, yeah. It was 40 Year Old Virgin. There was a very all brief, of those businesses failed. There was a very brief window in time where that was a business and it, those places existed. Well, they all no, failed. I think it's a great idea if everyone had these boxes and then there was like a global inventory of all the stuff and you go in there, it's like, this cheap What's shit. It? And it's like, oh, go to this address, get that out of the box, leave this money. It's called the internet. No. Those stores defeated the purpose. It's like you create these decentralized systems so anybody can sell anything, but then these people are trying to put themselves in between in the process. Like, no, no, no. You give us the stuff and then we'll take care of it. You can also just but give I feel it like to Goodwill and get a tax break. No, I feel like this is this is a good way to avoid all the people. <laughs> but sell your stuff? You just put stuff in your box and you list it. What are you selling? Are like you selling? an old laptop or something? No, you would I would never in a million years sell an old laptop. I'd pull the hard drive off. Out. Yeah, but the actual rest maybe. of it, you I, could I sell saw, for like like an old MacBook. You could get like a few hundred for it. Yeah, no, you could. MacBooks hold their value fairly well. Yeah, especially when the new ones come out and they're shitty. I saw <laughs> the fucking dumbest headline ever today. It was on, I think it was on Mashable, and the headline was like, "What's the dumbest headline ever?" Go, Gavin. And, and it's related to some of the something you were just talking about. Woman's womb falls out in supermarket. That was not related at all to anything you talked about. Uh. MacBook found in woman's vagina. Mm, we were talking about MacBooks. <laughs> Mine would be man eats own neck. It was man becomes it, tiki. It was something along the lines of don't forget to wipe your iPhone before reselling it, otherwise you could become the victim of identity theft. Well, duh. I was like, well, yeah, no shit. Like, they, uh, did, they, did you don't really hand someone your ID? I, I did you really write someone? Did you really write a fucking five hundred word article about this? I guarantee you, there's a lot of people. In this world, who sell their iPhone and don't think about cleaning it? Or yeah, and they had like a horror story from someone who sold their iPhone. They found all my pictures on right, it and like, my emails, and and I guess like the person who bought their iPhone sent them a friend request on Facebook from their other account and then accepted it via the person's iPhone that was connected to <laughs> that their was still iPhone. logged into their Facebook. Honestly, when you first started talking, I thought you meant physically wipe it with a cloth. I oh like, yeah, well yeah, that too. Because <laughs> the fingerprint lift identity, the fingerprint off. Did you guys see what happened today in Guardians of the Galaxy? World? Yes. Galaxy? Yeah, the, the entire actors. cast, yeah. primary cast. There was one person I didn't recognize in there, Palm somebody? She oh, play she, she plays the alien with the little ping ping ping. Gotcha. Okay. Didn't know her name. Uh, they all did a, said a letter in support of James Gunn, and they want him back on the- Makes on, sense. He's on, already deep into writing it. On the franchise. Yeah. It's because of those tweets he made 10 years ago, right? Yeah, because the, yeah, the jokes he made on Twitter 10 it's years ago. It's crazy that that was there the entire time through the first two movies. He, he, sat he, dormant. He's, he's even brought it up in the past. Oh, it's been brought up to him too, yeah. Yeah, and he's, he's made statements and apologized for it years ago. And he never deleted them. 
No, you just so he stood by the well, past people, version of himself. I mean, it exists. It, it exists, exists, right? People know about it. When you delete it, then it starts to look maybe like you're hiding it or covering it up. Yeah, yeah. And people seem know. less keen to joke about certain subjects. Like, uh, some yeah, subject, I would say so. Well, they're just becoming more and more off limits. Even, yeah. you know, five years ago, let alone ten. Yeah, I watched season one of Red versus Blue, and there were some words we used in season one of Red versus Blue. I wouldn't use today. Our word yep. when use that today, especially after our. Um, Time that we spent the Special Olympics, you know, I just yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't use it again today, but you, you wouldn't know. go back. You wouldn't d delete the episode. No, I wouldn't do that from that time. A, I wouldn't yeah, do just... that. But there's certainly point in time. I don't know when it could be where someone could say, "Hey, look at these episodes of this thing you made 15, 20 years ago. You shouldn't have a career anymore." And be like, "Oh yeah, this guy, what is he doing? Get him, get him out of here." Because that's essentially what happened. Mm -hmm. I mean, wasn't he working films for Troma, James Gunn back then? I mean, that sounds somewhat familiar. Yeah. So it's, yeah, he needed to be in that mindset. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> exactly. All the time, because that's a different audience. Yeah, but uh, it's um, it's the, the, to me the the part that bugs me the most about it uh, in this particular case is that Disney fired him because he did something in the past that doesn't hold up to their standards today. But if that's the case for Disney, they shouldn't market about a quarter of their films before 1990. Maybe even some oh, after. Oh right, yeah. There are like, some horribly racist things. Fantasia is a great example. Fantasia well, they, they've has some, recut Fantasia severely from the original. But why version. do they get to recut it and keep selling it if yeah. it, you know? Because that that's an old thing that they did, so they shouldn't be able to sell that movie have, and market have, that movie. Anymore. Have you ever seen those videos, like the original version of Fantasia? Oh yeah. Just look up a racist Fantasia. I, I don't think I, I've seen it. I would not. We're not going to play those videos also, on our they, podcast. Did they edit out the boner that the priest has in The Little Mermaid, or is that still in there? I, Think that got edited? Okay, because it like I, at first I was like ah maybe it's just like in the animation and see like a little bump or whatever. No, he has a full on hard on in that movie. <laughs> full on. Full on. It's just like flopping around in there. Is it, is it full on or is it flopping? It's flawn on. Also, well, people make half mask. People make jokes. Full mask. They make different jokes. I assume based on how big they are, how well known they are. If he had way less followers and was way less well known, you're gonna throw out some more offensive stuff. I assume. Yeah, well, I sure. think, if you have a huge I think audience. Patton Oswalt, uh, had, he, I think he wrote something recently, kind of on that topic, about how when he was younger and like just starting as a comic that, you know, he acknowledges that he made jokes for shock value, just to try to get people to pay attention to him. Mm -hmm. he's, yeah. like, he's like, he's like, I apologize for them, I made them at the time, he said, I, those are things I, I don't believe anymore, and, you know, it was, it was, I was a different person, I was trying to shock people and get a rise out of people and try to get attention. That way I could, you know, become more well-known. And if you're really offended by that content, isn't the best possible thing that can happen that that person stops doing that content? Right, yeah, that's a good point. Like, to be like, oh, I shouldn't do that anymore, I've changed, I'm not gonna do that anymore. And then to still fire him is a, is a very interesting decision. After things ten years ago. He already said that he was, like, that's not him anymore. Right. It's crazy. But I don't think anyone would read those tweets and not know that he's joking. They just, they are bad jokes, they're not that funny. I mean, they're just they're like very, shock value jokes. They're very clearly jokes. They don't seem like they're serious in any way whatsoever. I haven't read all of them, but I read enough of them to where I felt like, yeah, these are just a bunch of jokes. And the thing that I always come <laughs> back to is, people always get, comedy always gets attacked for like, oh, you can't joke about this, can't joke about that. But to me, comedy has always felt like it 
it makes light of very dark subjects. Like, there's nothing funny about the inherently good things in our lives. Like, yeah. a guy with a great wife who lives in a big house and has a wonderful family, there's nothing funny about that. You could that. relate to the negativity and the, the struggles that people have. Yeah, you just can't make fun of it. You can't, you, it's, there's nothing, because it's already great to begin with. It's yeah. like, you have to talk about, like, you know, things like people who are depressed, or like Seinfeld is a whole thing about neuroses, <laughs> or problems that people create with a misunderstanding, you know what I mean? It's all from conflict, yeah. or from something dark, Yeah, that's what you turn around, that's what makes a comedy, to begin it's with. stuff going wrong, or like, not as it, it would hope to have gone, like tragedy and all that stuff. Yeah, it's only when people discuss, or make jokes about your thing, yeah. then, it, then it upsets people, but they'll laugh at all the other jokes, you know? And on the flip side, it wasn't Trump's response to bragging about grabbing a woman by the pussy that it was just a joke, it was just like locker room talk. Locker room talk. And then, then he was elected president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talked about this last week on the podcast oh, when you guys were all away. We talked about how that I've never like the conversations I have with my friends, my guy friends are <clears> not <throat> like we don't sit around talking like that. About that, yeah. Yeah, or like oh, I was with this oh, girl yeah, last night. Yeah, blah, no. blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> however, women when they all get together, it's like if my you know, fiance goes out to brunch with her friends. I know they know everything about me in bed by the end of that. I just, I just accept that that's the case. So, I, but the guys, as far as I know, I've literally, I've known Gus and Gavin for over a decade, two decades, two decades for you. Yeah. I, I, the amount of our sexual conversations that we've had are just. Have we ever? I don't think we've ever had one. I don't think that's ever happened. I don't. I don't think so either. You but I still told more feel on like the podcast about. Oh yeah. I still feel like if I was to say to you, oh, I just sexually, I just grabbed some stranger by her vagina, you wouldn't be like, wait. You'd be like, <laughs> you'd be what like, the fuck? Dude? You'd be like, you, you're gonna go to jail. <laughs> yeah. As yeah. you should. <laughs> there was a. Um, on last week tonight, last night, I don't know if anybody else watches that show, they talked about uh, sexual harassment in the workplace and about how it's like this ongoing thing that we've talked about for decades about how we're going to end it and how we're going to stop it. And they, they talk about like this this argument that people make like or that men make like, oh, well, then we're not going to I'm scared to hire women at this point or I don't want to be alone with a woman. It's like I've worked in offices alone with I worked in an office with you alone before it's like that's something I've never thought about That's something that's never crossed my mind it's like it's really if not that's, hard to a keep your hands to yourself and b don't make comments about someone's right. body or if, sex life if that's a line you're worried about crossing in your mind like the problems with you dude yeah <laughs> like, you feel that way about what Henry Cavill said I don't know what he what said what did he say he did an interview with GQ I believe and he was saying that he is at a point in his life paraphrasing here probably getting some stuff wrong uh he's at a point in his life and where society is today, that he won't date any women that he doesn't know already. He'll only date either women he's dated previously, exes, or, like or people he knows very personally. He would never, at this point in his life, ever try to establish a relationship with a new one. Just because he doesn't want allegations of any yeah. sort. Or like a misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. Date That's, your exes, that sounds like a great and strategy. And then of course, the tweet storm <laughs> that hit him after he made those comments were, what's the matter, you can't tell the difference between, you know, being creepy and, you know, going out with somebody, you must be a rapist. So it's like, here he is getting oh all that horrible feedback that he was worried about getting, which is why he was making a comment of why he wouldn't date someone he doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Dude. He's a good looking dude. Did you see the uh, new Mission Impossible movie? I did. I, I haven't seen it yet. I really want to see is it. He in that? I heard that the mustache yeah. is completely unnecessary to the movie, so they could have shaved, shaved the mustache. Wait, it wasn't that they wanted it for his character, I assume. I assume it's because they'd already started shooting. Yeah, they probably yeah. they were already, yeah. <laughs> they just didn't want it to he vanish. He should have known better, though. He they should have just had a scene with him shaving one day. Exactly. Although Why he not? has the ability to 
grow a beard in one second. It's a lot easier if you do reshoots in Mission Impossible to do, you know, your scenes like this. Hey, Ethan, <laughs> hunt, get over here, you I, son of a bitch. Did I didn't think I didn't think the mustache stuff in Justice League was that distracting. I didn't think so either, but I think people make a big deal about it. Yeah, it was I'm with fine. You. It was fine. They if, you, if you look at it in a still, like there's a couple of stills that circulate. Yeah, it looks bad in those stills. If you watch it in motion throughout the film, it's fine. It's fine. They did a fine job. I think if people didn't know about it, they might not even have noticed. Right. Yeah. Is it better or worse than the fake baby in American Sniper? I never saw American uh, the Sniper. Fake baby. Is that the movie? Yeah. That's the movie? Yeah, American you're right. Sniper? The Bradley Cooper movie? Yeah. Yeah. Where she's like cuddling a, a baby that's clearly a doll. A doll. And she's yeah. like moving its head. Ugh. Mission Impossible was crazy. <laughs> so crazy. It's not been long enough to talk about it, but Tom Cruise is a machine. Did you see, I think Rotten Tomatoes did a study where they tried to figure out if the more Tom Cruise runs in a film, if it's better, <laughs> and they determined that like if he runs more than a certain distance, it's better for the film in the box office and in the critic score. I'll see if I can find. I'll see if I can find like it. Real distance fast. run, not like time spent running. No, they did. They did this calculation where they figured that they did an estimate. Like he, they estimated he was running a six-minute mile, and then they timed the amount of time he was running on screen to try to figure out how far he ran in each of his films. What's the? I want to know the longest distance he ran. The, Longest distance he ran was in Mission Impossible 3. He ran 3,200 feet. I was doing a lot of rooftops in that one, wasn't he? 3,200 feet. Yeah. So two-thirds of a mile-ish. Yeah. Three-fifths of a mile. Damn. And yeah, if he runs... Yeah, if he runs over... It's like two laps around track, sprinting. If he runs over 1,001 feet, <laughs> the films he's done in the past, the average international box office is $538 million, and on average it's 71% of Rotten Tomatoes. If he doesn't run, <laughs> average international box office, $153 million. Average Rotten Tomato score, 63.5%. I imagine it's the same, you could say the same for Matt Damon. Like, if the government spends a certain amount of money to try and find him in the movie, it's a better movie. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were reminding like me of something that I forgot to talk about. I think Did I talk about this in the podcast last week that I dreamed about Liam Neeson? All right, here's oh. here's my dream about Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. I dreamed about the new Taken. I I in my bed in the dream it was Taken Four. I don't know what Taken we're on at this point. In Is time. there another Taken coming out? Uh, I don't know. Okay, I don't think so. No, I was just I was I've just seen, I don't know. Something came up and I was I've seen three and I was watching Taken <laughs> Four and it was coming out and uh, I was Who watching the movie. It was Taken out. in these movies, right? So it's always daughter. I don't know. I've only seen the first one, but I assume it's his daughter gets taken every time. So this one was he was searching for his daughter and I remember very specifically there was a scene. In which he's in the snow and he's following tr tire tracks and then they're just gone. They're like the, the, the tire tracks the, just end. The tracks were taken. They're in. They end. <laughs> like it's a hover so car. <laughs> missing at that point. So in my brain, you know, dream brain, where it just goes connects things. Like, oh, these two things make sense together. But later on, you're like, how the fuck did that? Yeah. Why yeah. was I in the locker room and then I was in a hot <laughs> air balloon? But uh, um, but I, as soon as I saw that the train tracks disappeared, I was like. His daughter was abducted by aliens. So then Liam Neeson <laughs> had to go into space and get his daughter back from aliens. Now I want to see that movie. That would be better That's than Taken 3, awesome. honestly. Yeah. That's like the new Indiana Jones Where else movie. can they go? <laughs> they got, he's got to go. She gets abducted by aliens. Perfect fit. Off she goes into space. Didn't he get taken in one of them? Or like the parents got taken? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen any of those movies. And then I think the writing got taken from Taken 3. <laughs> Yeah. It's taken three the one where he jumps over a fence, but it cuts like 12 times. Yeah, they do like 18 like, cuts. jump Yeah, yeah, it's like and it's like crossing the axis and everything. It's, it's completely bonkers Eric, can I ask you to look up something on the internet? It might take you some time to look at it. Yeah, it's up? in the impossible mission uh, Mission impossible. Sorry trailer <laughs> I was like, 
<laughs> Mission Impossible 6, trailer number two. Uh, you might have to look at the exact time code of this, but there's an illusion where Henry Cavill appears to oh. grow a beard spontaneously. Yeah, yeah, like one second. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. mentioned that. Oh, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah. I think I was over here looking yeah. it up while you were talking about it. it. It's so weird. I assume it's like a I lighting like, it's gotta thing. It's got to be a lighting thing. Have you seen that? No. It's where he's in the bathroom and he like he punches. reloads his fist. It's like, <laughs> yeah. and, and it looks then, like he grows a beard. <laughs> like a big beard. It's not like a long beard. It just all of his five o'clock shadow goes. Is it intentional? <laughs> no, I think it's just the light. It's Somebody on Twitter thing. figured it out, and it's, it really is. You're looking like, what in the hell am I looking at? Here, let me read this before we. Uh, All right, we get go to it's gonna take him a while to find it. I'm sure. So, I want to remind everyone: this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is also brought to you by Adult Swim's newest season of Venture Brothers, a brand new season of the critically acclaimed animated series The Venture Brothers is almost here. You can watch Team Venture attempt to save their frozen butts from the icy chill of organized villainy. Laugh along as America's favorite family of super scientists collides with the inescapable agents of their downfall. Learn along with the boys on brand new adventures like college, jobs, dating, and other skills you can't learn in your sleep. The Venture Brothers is created and directed by Jackson Public and written and executive produced by Public and Doc Hammer. The Venture Brothers premieres Sunday, August 5th, right after RTX uh, at midnight Eastern Time on Adult Swim. So go Team Venture. Check it out. It's something to do after you're done with RTX this weekend. Then you can watch some Venture Brothers. You going to RTX? I am going to RTX. Are I'll you? be there. I'm going to go. Do you guys see the app yet? What's that? The app. Did your dad get We talked about the app all last week when Bethany was on. It's awesome. Kudos to your dad. And my mom. And your mom? She's yeah, working they're, on they're it working now? they're working on it together. My mom does a lot of the proofreading. And Dude, it is it is so good. Like, there's this list of places to eat in Austin. I, that caused, like, a 40-minute... You do know that has been on the app every single year since we started it, right? With the map now, with the little logos and everything, that's yeah. new, right? With, like, the Austin Convention Center is a big blowout yeah, logo. Yeah, I think we had, like, simple ones, like a little house icon right. and stuff. Right. Nah, it's, yeah. like, super cool. Is yeah. it the yeah. most downloaded Jewish app that we make? God, Lord. Gavin. What? What's why? Why? Can you put? Can you bring it up, Eric, on the monitor for them? <laughs> what do you got? So Barbara can see the, the thing you're asking about. Oh, oh the, the beard, Henry Cavill thing. Uh, can we show this? Luke? We also have another app that's coming out need to later, later this week ahead of RTX, oh. the augmented reality app that we've been working on. Is it the? Um, can I download that right now? No, it's not out yet. It'll be out soon. We'll put it out before you talk. Do about we know? It. Can we say the name of it? RTX Experience. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is it RT Experience? No, RTX. Okay. Experience okay. so you can you can Look at augmented reality versions of some of our animated characters and uh, take photos with them Can we say some of the characters that will be in it? This is one we I have think. said Ruby is in it. Okay. I don't know if we said anything else You probably say whatever I'm, I'm sure it doesn't matter. Well, I know what it was pitched with but I haven't oh here. Yeah, he, <laughs> he just grows a beard out of nowhere boom Now the shirt pocket was there. No, that's a new shirt pocket. What's happening? What? There's, there's so much going on. He reloads his fist <laughs> and grows a beard and a shirt pocket all at the same time. Also, it looks oh, like I'm, I'm gonna try it. <laughs> I a pocket. How'd that work out I for mean, you? I mean, it looks like in the reflection, the sweat stain on his back is consistent, so it's all one shot. Yep. It's just an illusion. It's an illusion. I think they might have used computers. He said that... If I was around Tom Cruise that close, I'd grow a beard that fast, I'm sure. <laughs> he, that he said that getting into shape... For Superman was a completely different experience to training for Mission Impossible. Because for Superman, he he doesn't really have to do a lot of physical right. combat. Because right? he just he just stands there just and stands just doesn't there. get hurt. He just has to look really, really big and fit. But in Mission Impossible, it was so physical. He said it was like a completely different story for getting into shape for that movie. How would you feel if you were an actor in in a Marvel movie or one of these big movies, and you're basically 
just training. Like that's your job up yeah. until you film the movie. It's just training, and so you uh, just have a. Chris Hemsworth is he the one who plays Thor? Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, apparently, on the set of the first Thor movie, he would just carry people around on set so that he would stay just pumped to get like weightlifting. He would just literally just carry people around with it. It's like a funny thing that got to be like kind of a running joke. I just can't imagine that being your whole life for months. No, and months, usually. Months, months. It's just for like a specific portion of the shoot as well. Yeah. Like if, like if you're the, a superhero and you just have one shirtless scene, it's pretty much all for that. But watching scene. people, but like have you heard like the, the Hugh Jackman stuff? Yeah, like when he's shirtless for Wolverine, like he'll dehydrate himself to make his muscles stand out even more. Whatever he's doing, it works. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. It's, but also Hugh, unhealthy. Hugh Jackman shows goes show for like guys building that too, especially because he was a little bit older when he started. It just takes so long to do it. Like the amount of time between the first time he appeared as Wolverine in an X Men movie. And then I think it was the one before Logan because it wasn't especially <clears> like not the same aesthetic in Logan. What was the one right before Logan? Days of Future Past? Maybe so. But he was like was uh, he? unbelievably yeah, he was ripped in that. Uh, it's the one where the mobsters come in at the beginning and I think attacking with their oh, daughter. That, yeah, that, that is Days of Future Past. Is it Days of Future Past? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's just like, it's so different. And the way he says, he goes, oh, well, that director just wanted a more kind of like cartoonish comic book version of my physique. So I just got in that kind of shape. It's like, no, dude. You just got in that Yeah. Shape. When you just look at look at the him in the original X-Men movie, it's just like, it just looks like a dude cosplaying Wolverine, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and not doing very well at it. Yeah. And uh, by the by the end of it, he's just this monster of a human. It's just crazy. Big old veins. Yeah. Popping. Like and uh, I think Zach Efron. We've talked about this before on the podcast. Zach Efron said he's getting his like super ab, like ripped shape. You basically have a window, and you tell him when you want him to be in that shape, and he'll get to the into that shape, and you get like three days with him in that shape, and then you got to get all your shots in. Oh wow! Yeah, like he he trains himself, or does he work with someone? I think a lot I, of it's like water retention, like just losing water yeah. for that really ripped look. And we all know this. I mean, it's one of the truest things ever. Being on camera does add. A weight to you. It, yeah. it really does do it. And uh, and so actors, like, when you see them ripped on camera, they, I can't imagine what they look like in real life. They're probably I, like, scary. I've had a lot of people tell me when I meet them at conventions or, or in person somewhere, they go, oh, my God, you're so much smaller than I thought you were. I was like, God, how big do I look on a fucking podcast? It happens. <laughs> like know. tall? They, well, they, they think I look skinnier and taller hmm. in person. I get taller all the time. Yeah. Or people tell me that you I'm we're, taller. We're, we're a tall group. Taller in yeah. We're a tall group. So most people are like, most of the guys are like running around six feet. I'm the shortest one out of all four of us, but I'm 5'9". So I yeah. get told that I sound more British in person, and also my nose is bigger in person or smaller, <laughs> depending on who I'm talking to. To me, I always get more American. Totally normal size. Honestly, it was always pretty normal to me yeah. growing up. <laughs> all of a sudden, the uh, the when we go to RTX London, especially, I get told that we're we sound way more American. I wonder why that is. Just it's something about the seeing it on the screen is different, or you know, hearing it over speakers. Or all of a sudden, when you're around them in their city in their culture, all of a sudden it's more noticeable. Whether like compared to watching it just on YouTube or whatever yeah. it is, I don't like know. Contextually, it's it makes sense to yeah. have. Maybe that's why you sound more British in person because you're accent. just with us right now. Maybe yeah. You play off of maybe it. it's the difference between like listening to people have the conversation versus them talking directly to you. Mm-hmm. And like in being engaged in that conversation one on one, yeah, or something like maybe that. Maybe eye contact just makes them uncomfortable. Eye contact they start makes like me hyper listening. <laughs> I always never know what to do if someone I'm meeting is like talking about how they're like nervous to be meeting me. I'm like, should I not make eye contact <laughs> then? Because I don't want to make people more nervous, right? But I'm like, oh, like 
I don't want to make you uncomfortable. Should I just like look down and not like? No, you should make it worse. <laughs> just like lean into it. Yeah. What do you think of this? <laughs> <sighs> I just pull my dress over my head. That's what I do because I get scared. So your dress? <laughs> you never, you never had a friend who did that as a little kid. Like my my friend had a daughter. And whenever she got nervous, she would pull her dress up over her face. Oh. So that she wouldn't have to see other people. Make sure her face isn't showing. Yeah, yeah. Put your dress down. It's the ultimate camouflage. Nobody knows. Yeah. I did the same thing. So. That's got to be a common thing. I Woo. wish there was. This is also like another feature request, but this one's for the human body, right? <laughs> it's really hot right now. And walking from oh God. like stage two to stage five, if you walk outside, it's like. Maybe 90 seconds of walking in 40 degree heat, but at that point my body thinks, oh, you know, getting pretty warm. We should probably start sweating it up right now. Mm -hmm. But I know that I don't need the sweat because I know I'm going to be in the air conditioning in like an, a minute. So I wish I could just postpone like override. It. Yeah, and then I'd get cool on my own. Instead, I arrive and I'm just like dripping wet. Maybe you're already reaching the danger point and you don't know. Your body's saving you. Like yeah. if I postponed it, I would just collapse between right. in like one minute of walking. In the right. Side. I saw an ad for something. What baby? Um, on Facebook. I don't know if it's real or not, but it was a device that you put on, kind of like a watch, and it goes on your wrist, and it could cool your body. Oh, I saw that. It's like a activates some type of like. Does area. it like chill your blood or it something? It chills like as if putting an ice cube on your wrist or something because it's like a area Does that work? That... It seems scammy. We should <laughs> buy does... them and find out. <laughs> well, no better place to Eric, buy them. Wrist air conditioners. Wrist air can we, I don't know can we if crank them really that? low? You just feel like nah, I'm sure you can put it on like my wrist, head like with a thing and device. fry my brain again. <laughs> the wrist cooling system by Ember Labs. <laughs> I turned it so hard. It hurts so bad, dude. I don't even know how to describe that pain. What happened? When you put the thing on me and cranked it. Oh, well, oh. You cranked, he cranked it. No, I, yeah, cranked I did. It. But I would never it, do that. Is I this thought, it, There's uh, no way they could have made it that dangerous. I don't know if that is it. It was like a searing lance <laughs> through my skull. Yeah, that's it. I felt bad, yeah. but I was like, there's no way it could do any damage. It did something. Are you permanent? Any, any permanent Have you damage? gotten a CAT scan recently? <laughs> I should. This is a picture of my face on your brain. <laughs> the, okay, I don't know. Does this happen to you guys? The older you get, the more like weird things on your body you find, the more you're convinced you have cancer or some kind of... a second of penis. Me too. Like what? Like a lump? Like a like a lump, or <laughs> if like something swollen, <laughs> or if there's like a something that's like discolored all of a sudden. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that's it's inevitable. Real fear. Yeah, it's just yeah. Like uh, Trevor was feeling the back of my ears yesterday. Kinky. And like he noticed that I had a bump here, which I thought I always had, but then I started rethinking. I was like, maybe I didn't always have that. Is it like one of your glands. It's like right on the bone behind your ear. Oh. One is a little bumpy right here. It kind of just feels like the bone is. Like dented, mm -hmm. so it's bone. It's like your jawbone. I don't know. Your cancer. But then it's like, do I'm I checking? Checking. I'm good. Do Audience I, at do home, I get... check your jaw lumps. Honestly, though, you should constantly check yeah. um, these. What are they called again? Your lymph nodes. Lymph, lymph nodes. That's the one. Um, because if they're swollen, you should get those checked out. I don't know if they're swollen or not, though. It's gonna be my regular lymph nodes. That's why you got to get a baseline right now. Yeah, what about when they're swollen? You know. What about the nodes that you can't check? Nobody nodes. What does lymph do? Where's lymph go? Lymphatic system? Yeah. It's part it, of your immune system? It drains into the blood. You get lymph? If you cool down your lymphs with a, a wristband, <laughs> you, you don't get as hot. Has anyone ever had a lymph tra transfusion? I can't even say it. <laughs> it's lymph. a weird word. L-Y-M-P-H. It needs some vowels. Lymph. It does. Lymph. It's like nymph. That needs some vowels too. Okay. Well, now lymph is weird. What would be the weirdest? It sounds like you're starting to say a word and you give up. Lymph biscuits. Lymph. Lymph. <laughs> <laughs> what would be the weirdest 
transplant. Guy eats his own neck. What? Uh, weirdest transplant. The face transplants are pretty weird. I would. Face I would, is weird, but poop transplants. Those are weird. I would That's say like weird. lip transplant would be weird. Hmm. Like you eat someone else's lips all of a sudden. I think. What about a tongue transplant? I think like, it would be like misshapen and you would bite it by accident. <laughs> like it'd be a different size than you're used to. Yeah. I woke myself up in the middle of the would night because I bit different? my tongue the other day. What a fucking you? dumb way to wake yourself what, up. You're like eating in your sleep? No, I just like, I was asleep. Then I woke up and was like, ow, I bit my tongue. Maybe for like you, no reason. Maybe you clench your teeth and your tongue just got in the way. Maybe, but that's so. Maybe Esther decked you in the jaw. That's like a fucking I said, dumb. I slept next to you. So if you had someone else's tongue though, would you taste things right. differently? Like, would you realize that you've been tasting things wrong? Oh. Nah, like what, signals. What, would I finally like cucumbers <laughs> if I had a different tongue? Now nah, you got the same brain. No, like if you had an eye transplant, but what if the, the, you would might see color differently. Is that if processed the, in the eye or in the brain? Well, if like your receptors and like Those cones are functioning differently. I would think it'd be, that's in your brain. I think it's your brain. I think it's all your brain. You think it's only your brain? I think it's your brain. All brain transplants weirdest then. Yeah. Let me ask you a question when you bite your tongue. Because I, I bit... I did the thing where I bit my lip. I bit my lip, Barb. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. What did you do? I bit my lip, and uh, did it turn I, off? I got a, uh, I got a little place where I my lip was bitten, uh -huh. and then I kept biting it <laughs> again oh, and again. What did you that. bite? My lip. Well, because the defense system for biting the inside of your mouth is to make a big ball that swells up that you bite a lot. Then it doesn't you really. Keep, you keep biting it. It might <laughs> be one like of the worst defense it's systems. Like a snack. I also feel like. When I bite my lip, when I'm in the middle of chewing, and I wham, I bite my lip, I feel like I have a huge physical reaction that everyone must be able to see that I, that, could, oh, he clearly bit his could lip. Can you recreate it for us? Like if I'm chewing, chew, 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 and I just go like, I can't really recreate it, because I do this. Mm-mm-mm. Like that. Like, I throw my mouth open. <laughs> yeah. But, but not, don't open my lips, but I throw my jaw open, yeah. and my head goes up like that. Well, it makes sense. But I never see anyone else making that motion. Maybe you've never seen anyone do it. It's not well, very common to bite your lips. I bite my lips all the time. And I don't know. Sometimes. <laughs> I think I bit my lip once in the last like six months. I don't think I bit my tongue in <laughs> I was eight. Yeah, well, that's why I was so shocked uh, in the middle of the night. I bite my tongue all the time. Fucking stupid. You stupid ass body. How is that even possible? That's dumb. That's we have a dream that you were eating something good? No. Like steak <laughs> or anything. I got, <laughs> no. I got woken up. I was having a little kip and I woke up because I heard a really loud noise, but it was in my ear. It was oh. like a like a loud like ear popping blasting sound, mm. but then I was like, did my ears just pop, or did I dream a really loud noise that woke me up? Which is weird because I've jolted awake from dreams when it's like <laughs> I get hit by a car or like a fall off a train or something. <laughs> but for a loud fictional noise to wake you up in the real world, That's stupid, is, is weird. Yeah, so brains are stupid. In my head, I it, well, like now I think maybe my ears just popped, but I was in my bed at no altitude. Uh, for for someone who travels a lot. I've been getting concerned that there's like long-term effects happening to my body. Radiation. Like from Definitely. the just from the pressure of being in airplanes and stuff. It's more like the Are you under a lot of pressure flying like through the plane. Yeah. <laughs> it's not I, I wouldn't worry about the, stress, yeah. the the lack of pressure. Like you're it would be like living in Denver. Yeah. I I mean I guess I just worry cuz like my ears hurt a lot sometimes when I fly. I Have you tried not being a baby about it? I don't know if I'd say that though cuz everyone who's ever <laughs> moved to Denver has died. Or is dying. Well, that's <laughs> true. No one has ever survived Denver. <laughs> nobody! Nobody! Everyone who's ever been to Denver eventually died. Or is on their way to dying. If Sorry. you're there now, that's you true. are currently dying in Denver. Here's why I don't worry about it. Pilots and flight crews fly way more than you do. And yeah. as much as I hate to say it, uh, they're kind of like guinea pigs. And if something starts, if they all start dropping dead, then I'd start to worry about it. That Maybe fly a little less. It's a good point. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. I do find that older flight attendants are weirder though. Dude, if you lived in a tin can your whole <laughs> life, you'd be fucking weird too. 
it, it's a it's a shitty job being a flight. Attendant. I, I it's a weird... very competitive job though. Oh yeah, you get free travel, dude. Yeah, oh, that's true. I guess yeah. And also, I hear that there's like a uh, a lot of competition getting like first class. Yeah, I would imagine. Or like international services, because apparently, like that's like the top you could get. Um, but I had a weird experience on a flight uh, on my way to LA actually for this RTLA opening. I was upgraded because I've been getting a lot of miles, so I was lucky enough to get a seat um, in the business class area. And usually, people there tend to be seasoned travelers. Pricks. Um, most Definitely of the pricks. time, pricks. Pricks. Um, pricks to each other, but in general, they kind of keep to themselves. Keep to themselves. Double noise. Yeah. Um, so I got on the plane, and there was a woman who boarded after me who had a dog mm. with her, mm. and she was talking about how it was the first time this dog has flown. And blah, what kind blah, of dog? Blah. I don't know, just like some small. Was it a service dog? dog? It was yeah. a dog. A service. Dog it wasn't now? a service dog. Okay. It was flat faced dog, or did it have a snout? Um, I think it was flat. Okay. Face. Sorry. Go ahead. I didn't see. I, it was in a carrier, okay. so I wasn't one hundred percent sure. Okay. But uh, they brought it on. And it was quiet while people were boarding, and then all of a sudden someone else came on board with a dog. And this dog, I guess, saw it and started barking at it. It wasn't super loud. It only lasted for maybe a minute or so as the dog was, like, passing by. There was a couple in front of me, and it was clearly one of those rich prick couples <laughs> who— The woman, I think, was probably 45, but she looked like she was 60 because she was leather from all the tanning and, like— all the expensive things that she's been given in her life by her husband. Wow. Damn. Um, what if she was the money bread maker? Oh, no, you, you could tell. The, the dynamic that they had was definitely... The privilege uh, was leaking, you could tell? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they hear the dog barking, and they're right in front of me, so I could hear everything they're saying. And they go, are dogs allowed on first class? <laughs> oh, really? Wow. <laughs> like, loudly, to the point where everyone could hear them. And they're like, ugh, scoffing. And the dog keeps barking. And the guy turns around... And turns back, and he's facing forward while he says this. He goes, shut that thing up. Shut that damn thing up. Wow. He's like wow. yelling. Jeez. And then the guy next to this woman gets up to put his bag up, and he's like, hey, shut that thing up. And he goes, dude, it's not my dog. And he's like, I don't care. Shut it up. What, what a fuck? fucking lunatic, and the guy, dude. And the guy who was there who's like, don't be a dick. And the flight attendant was like, are we going to solve this, or is someone going to have to leave right now? And wow, I was they would sitting there saying, like, leave, 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 get him what off. is going on? And so the whole flight, I was so distracted by this couple because she was probably six drinks in. Yeah. And nice. dancing and, like, they were making out. And I think he had her his hand down her pants at one point. Um, and I was <laughs> they like. They sound lovely. <laughs> to me on that? I was just staring at them the entire flight. And the flight attendant kept coming up to me. And he's just like, girl, I feel mm -hmm. you. He's like, I, I cannot get over the looks <laughs> you're giving them. The couple was when, wild. When yeah. he had his uh, hand down her pants, he should have said, shut that thing up. <laughs> <laughs> shut it up. Well, I wanted to go over there and be like, hey, you guys are ten times as annoying as that dog was for a minute. Is so. fingering allowed in first class? <laughs> 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 it was just so bizarre. Hey, speaking of first class. <laughs> <laughs> want to remind everyone, this episode of the Receive Podcast is also brought to you by Blue Apron. Uh, how does free food sound? Great, right? First class. Blue Apron's offering our audience their first three meals for free. That's right, free. When it comes to dinner, let Blue Apron take care of planning and shopping. You just do the cooking and eat great food. With incredible ingredients and chef-designed recipes, uh, Blue Apron gives your taste buds a great new experience. I just got my email today with my meals for this week. I've got soy honey chicken and rice, Mexican spiced beef and rice bowls, and spicy pork and rice cakes coming this week. Can't wait. Uh, Blue Apron makes dinner quick, easy, and insanely tasty. Skip meal planning and get straight to cooking with Blue Apron. You can experience the joy of summer with their 
favorite grilling recipes like chicken with barbecue sauce and juicy cheeseburgers with spicy slaw. Check out this week's menu. I just, spoiler alert, I just told you some of them. Uh, get your first three meals free at blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. Don't pass up three free meals. That's blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Fucking love these tiki glasses. Thank you, Blue Apron. They're great. They are great. What's your, like, what's your favorite tiki glass, Gavin? We, look, didn't, we didn't ask you. Oh, oh, oh. oh yeah. look, 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 there's look four of them. Which is your favorite? I'm going to grab another beer. The other ones are. Oh, yeah, turn oh. that one around, too, so you can see. I like the black and white one. Black and white? Dude, y'all are so wrong. So outvoted. Absolutely. It's only because I'm drinking it and making it look good. Is that what it is? I saw it on a shelf, so I don't know if I go to bragging about that. This one seems the most classic tiki, but I like the white and black one. Yeah, honestly, I'm coming around to this one a lot more. Come on, man. This is the best one. That one's great, too. They're all good. I'm gonna, I, I'm, Which one's I'm the taking these home after the podcast. Oh. Yes, Eric, I'm taking them home. you going to mail them to? I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> You're the one who keeps talking about it. I know, because I just don't. I'm talking about it because that's it. Taking them home. Putting my foot down. Repeat that over. over. What did I say? He said. He said, "Who are you gonna mail it to?" (laughs) (laughs) I got friends. (laughs) I got friends who need glasses all over the place. Gavin, you don't even know. I would send these to Mamrie Hart so she can make some drinks with them. That would be see. That would be a good use of promotional cupware. Drink. That's a word or not? Just made that up. Cupware, glassware. Yeah. So the 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 deal was the reason why I ended up sending that mug. To Hannah, can we? Was Hannah sent me a mug when she put out her book Buffering? She sent me a mug with it. It's a white mug with a blue interior. It's like church's Ooh. color, that lightish blue. Yeah, I love it. I drink out of it every day, and I've told her every time I've seen her that I still drink out of that coffee mug. Like I think a year and a half, two years later, I still drink out of it every single day. And she also had one. There's like only twenty of them, and she broke hers. And she was, and I said, "I'll send you mine." She goes, "No." She goes, "You always love that mug." She goes, "I should probably get it from somebody else who probably just has it in the back <laughs> of their cupboard." Yeah. And then I saw our "I only drink at work" mugs. I thought that's perfect for Hannah, and it's like got the same interior color that's different from the outside. It's a good very mug. nice mug. So I sent. Too bad it. we'll never get photos of it. Do you just listen? There's a photo. <laughs> we just showed a photo right there. Do you wash a mug every day? No. Yes. So, yes, I do. Wait, what does that mean? He says that you drink salve every day. Oh. Yeah. Do you just rinse it, or do just you just rinse it with water? It? Yeah. I don't really like sit there and like. Yeah. I, I mean, I do. I load my dishwasher on a regular basis with one mug. <laughs> Not with one mug. No. If that one, if the buffering mug, I'll I'll do just rinse it out and wipe it down, and I have a little drying rack. You'd like it. it's very European. Yeah. I have a drying I'm, rack. Little, uh, I'm curious to see which mug the audience likes the best. Oh, that's a good uh. idea. So if you're watching this live right now as a Rich first member, you can go to richteeth.com/play to vote. And uh, we'll have so the these options four? here. Yeah, the, it's out of these four tiki mugs. I'm curious to see. Should we name them? Which I think we're calling um, Red Rooster, Green Big AH, Jim? White AH, and Brown Rooster. Wow, that's not that's, okay. I mean, that's uh, very talented. We're v- very limited in the number of characters, I think. Oh, I gotcha. So we were talking earlier about two things. We are talking about uh, jokes you can't make anymore. Yep. And Are you going to tell one now? Liam Neeson. Okay. And that's a good example. Like, Liam Neeson was on an episode of Extras, and there's I don't think there's any way he could make that appearance today. There we go. Oh, I, I, about, I don't think I ever saw it. Schindler's List? No, yeah, it was uh, where he's got full-blown AIDS, and he keeps, like, he's improving uh, with uh, Ricky Gervais, and yeah. he just, like, keeps derailing it, and he, he keeps wanting to put an AIDS joke in, and oh, Ricky Gervais is like, stop, stop, stop. Yeah, uh, Gervais is comedy. He sticks with his comedy, but yeah, it's pretty offensive, too. You guys, uh, the old stuff. you guys must be onto something. I'm telling you, it's something about that mug. It's good. Yeah, it's, I think it's just, nah. It's, They're nah. all good. Get them all. I mean, they are all good. Get that one. <laughs> um, this one will probably sell the best. Though. Man, I'm I re- surprised I- the brown rooster's not doing that well. It's in last place. I think it looks a bit weird on camera. It looks a bit. It does yeah. look like yeah, I can it see looks that. More yeah, brown it's got in that person. shine. You can definitely see 
the darker tones here in person. It looks like this one, but someone wiped their ass on it. Gross. G Gavin. I think they're gonna write that on the store. Yeah. <laughs> it's a quote. Okay. It, it, it would be on the box. <laughs> wow, you guys are you guys are killing it. You you nailed it. I'm wrong. I, I, for the first time ever, I'll admit it. What's the second place? Red Rooster. Red Rooster's second place. Yeah, but I mean by a wide margin. Yeah. Yeah. The white age one. People like it. It's a good one. It's a good mug. So I hope you're coming to RTX so you can get one. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that's this weekend. I feel like it really. Yeah. It really snuck up all of a sudden. I got in last <clears throat> night from a different convention, and as I was landing in Austin, I had the realization that RTX is this week. Yeah. Like, like this like this coming weekend is RTX. Friday. Yeah, yeah your, your Friday is going to be at the convention Thursday, center. basically, oh, right, starts yeah. for a lot of us. Yeah. I can't wait. Got Let's Play Live. Yeah, the first uh, night, first all night. that stuff. Yeah, shit. First night, we got some other stuff that we haven't yet talked about. Yeah. I'm, I th like, I'm always excited for different things every year, but I think I'm most excited to watch our audience watch Bloodfest. Because we yeah. premiered at South by Southwest, and that was really cool, but it was people who didn't really know us or, or us personally. Um, so getting to watch the audience see Bloodfest, I think, is the thing I'm most excited for. No, yeah. Watch their reactions to it. I'm super excited for a thing that I'm not allowed to mention what it is. It's on Thursday. Well, you're actually not ruining something? I know. This one I would this one would make a lot of work for somebody else if I ruined it. When so. are we gonna find out what it is? Uh after RTX. We'll talk about it. Oh, oh. Yeah. After we've had it. But probably on the RTX podcast I'll talk about. Okay. It will have already <clears throat> taken place. Yeah, so next week's that. podcast will be the live podcast from RTX. Live podcast from RTX. We're gonna yes. try out Maybe a new segment. Oh, we'll maybe see. so. Yeah, we'll see if we can make that work. Yeah, we're work we're working on it, uh, and hopefully, hopefully we'll have a good one finally. <laughs> After five hundred and four episodes, I feel great about our, our five hundredth podcast. Yeah, it was good. That was a went, great live really one. Well. Yeah. yeah, I love those live ones. I'm always. I love the live ones that are in a a room suited for it. Yeah, as opposed to like. Center stage at RTX where I can't hear what anyone's saying. Yeah, my, I mean, it's it's tough the the live ones like that. Like, I, there's there's this constant. I don't know if I talked about this after we did episode 500, but there's this constant back and forth that I go through in my head where, you know, we don't want to charge people money to come see it. Like, you should just be able to come see it. But if we do that, then people just take the tickets and not show up. Yeah. So it's like, well, what's the right amount? We did five dollars and. There were still some people who didn't show up, so it's like, should we charge more or should we have a standby You're line? You're always gonna have people who don't show up, though. Yeah, or should we have a standby line outside? But it's like, then I don't want people waiting in the heat for hours. Can I be fair? Didn't we also announce it like uh, eight days before the event? It, was, it still sold out. I think it was two weeks. Was it two weeks? It was two okay. weeks. It felt like we were coming. I was wondering why we weren't promoting it in any way. It was two weeks, and it, it, I mean, we sold all the tickets the think, same day. Yeah, the right. Instant. Sold out seats or sold out seats, right? Right. So, so it's. I don't so know. 50 I, I, feel like, I feel like we need to do something. <laughs> Uh, like either work on a standby line or, or figure out how like, to make sure that we get everyone in there. Do more expensive and then give away like a shirt or something, something of that value. I just hate, yeah, I just hate charging more money. It's it's tough. Yeah, I get that. Tips for RTX. Tips for RTX. Um, well, we talked about it a lot, but because security now is happening before people get into the convention center, bring a water bottle for you to have in line while you wait. Yes. So you could drink water because it's fucking hot and sunny out, especially. Midday during the weekend. Uh, I think we're supposed to be like almost at 100 degrees mm -hmm. the whole weekend. I think the, And then I, you'll just spill it out before you get inside, but there's And if the lines are super long, it. like kick it for like go get a drink or a Starbucks I, or something for like 20-30 minutes. Yeah. The only time I could conceivably see the lines being long is maybe at the very beginning of the day. Since there's multiple checkpoints, I think uh, if you just monitor the line status. We'll be watching it really closely. RTX lines. If you go to yeah, RTX lines on Twitter. Uh, they'll let you know if, like the quickest way to potentially get into the convention There's center. There's also, I think a lot of people go into RTX, especially for the first time, 
expecting that they're going to be able to see everything and go to everything that they want to go to. Whereas I always tell people, choose two, three, maybe four things max that you must see throughout the weekend and have them spread out pretty, right. pretty well. And then just focus on going to those things. I agree. And also go to panels of things that you like might not know much about. Like if you're not interested in seeing the RT podcast, like maybe go to a different panel, like a smaller panel that might be something more interesting for like the career path mm -hmm. you want to take. Because um, those things are like few and far between, whereas the podcast happens every week, right. always open, ha and, happens every and week. if you go to one Ruby panel, you don't need to go to another exactly. one. Exactly. Can I make a suggestion? You should go to the broadcast cruise panel. Yeah. Which is... Exactly. Uh, what what day is that? I think it's Sunday. It's no. uh, Friday. Friday. What, what kind of stuff do you talk about? Don't know yet. They you don't know, know yet? Don't Come know on. Yet. They'll talk about what it's like behind the scenes on, uh, in broadcast. Camera what? switching. So is that your panel suggesting? What's that? Is that your panel suggestion? No, I mean my suggestions in general for RTX. Uh, it's especially a lot of people still come to uh, RTX to meet as many people as they can, yeah. meet as many people as they've seen in shows. Uh, hopefully, a lot of them come to meet people they've know from the community for the first time, which is my favorite part of RTX. But if you're there and you want to uh, meet people, mainly people want to get a selfie. You know, uh, it's just be just be ready. That's it. Just be ready. Because it makes everything go much faster, and, and if the group is moving faster, if someone is like, say, Barbara is being taken away because she has to go to a panel that's got five thousand people waiting for it, the Ruby panel, then the Guardians do have to get her out of there. Yeah. But yeah. if you've got your camera ready to go, you got a lot better shot of like grabbing practice, something really fast. Practice opening up your lock screen camera. Yeah, it's exactly. much faster. Also, go ahead. Well, maybe that's not a good advice for it's traveling. Hard though, because if we, I was do... gonna say, set your sleep screen for like five minutes. Because most of the time you're sitting there, you're sitting there with people while they're getting into their phone. Oh yeah, you know, and then they're finding their camera. Yeah, app your battery could die pretty quickly though. Yeah, or also if you lose your phone while you're traveling and it's like still awake, that's not a good situation. Just I don't know. It's it's one of those things. It's I, a, I would say the the biggest thing is if you're not from somewhere hot, it's real. It's you underestimate how hot it is. It's hot as balls. Yeah. So be prepared. It feels like you're in yeah, you, a sauna. What'd you say? You sweat in ninety seconds. You really do. Like if you just stand outside in the sun. When it's 100 degrees for one minute, you'll be sweating. Yeah, we were at the brewery this morning at 10 a.m. and we were inside, and I was still sweating. Yeah, because the, the thing is, you keep sweating after you've gone into the cool because yeah. the, it takes like five minutes to yeah. catch up. Okay. You'll be outside for one minute, you can sweat for five. There's also something for cosplayers. Um, there is a cosplay changing room in the convention center. It's not to store anything or to do anything like that, but it's if you have like very heavy, bulky cosplay. That you don't want to be wearing outside while you're staying in the heat, you could change in the convention center. So you bring like the underlayer for uh, like a Halo Spartan, and then put the armor on yeah. at the convention. Yeah, there's a there's a changing room in the convention center. Yeah. So I highly suggest that, and especially if you have like, I saw people. I was at Raleigh Supercon this weekend. I saw people in like Jon Snow cosplays, like with the full jackets and and leather yeah. and fur, and I'm wow. like, you must be fucking dying. It's worth it, man. That's the art. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta sweat for it. Sure, man. Every time I see. Every scene with, I guess, spoiler, uh, with Jon Snow, I'll just say, uh, scenes with Jon Snow this year and characters he's interacting with in the most recent season. It's not a spoiler anymore. It's got to be able to talk they're, about They're it. in a place that is so phenomenally windy, all I can think of the entire scene is, they must have had to re-record all these lines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Every it's so last windy. I mean, it's like his hair is sideways, her hair is sideways, it's like his pelt is like moving off, yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, there's no way they got Why the don't they put mics? In your throat. <laughs> <laughs> just like if you're going to be an actor, just have it surgically implanted. Yeah, yeah. Why like, not? Wouldn't that work if you mic the vocal cord directly? What does it sound like? Let me ask you a question. How many years away 
are we from you don't need to do ADR, a computer just reads your lips. Oh, and you do like sample words. And it just it and like or you type you put in the script and that transcription. Bad lip reading videos. I guess it could get it wrong. There's still gotta be a level of acting involved. But it's gonna happen. It's gonna I would say maybe eight years. It's gonna come along at some point. At some point. Yeah. Eight years. Eight years. Not that far away. You talked about like having a a mic implanted in you. Yeah. I've I've read something, I think last week or the week before, that when pacemakers were first developed, like the first ones that were put into the human body, that initially they were powered by plutonium. (laughs) What? And so, like the the first generation of pacemakers have a tiny bit of plutonium in them to to run them, and so like the people who have those are monitored and followed, and inevitably when they die, it's like they have to be found and they have to have that plutonium removed from their body. What what's worse, uh, uranium or plutonium? Is plutonium because it's further away? What? <laughs> well, Pluto is further away than Uranus. <laughs> well, it's, it's like higher on the periodic table. One of, still, one of my favorite stories to this day. He'd make. He would have made an excellent YouTuber in today's day and age. Uh, was the Boy Scout who got together oh. a bunch of smoke alarms and built a nuclear reactor in his backyard, what? and then gave himself radiation poisoning. It's an amazing story. Just go like a Boy it, Scout nuclear I feel like reactor. It wasn't that long ago, right? It was like ten years ago, maybe. Yeah, was it? Let me see when this guy built it. Well, here, let me read this while you look that up. Uh, I want to remind everyone: this episode of the Received Podcast is also brought to you by Quip. The truth is, most of us are brushing our teeth wrong. Uh, for not long enough, and we forget to change our brush on time. That's that's be- that's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing, but not Quip. So, what makes Quip so different? For starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of the bulkier brushes, while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help you clean your teeth. Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist-recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Next, their subscription plans are for your health, not just for convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash roosterteeth right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash roosterteeth. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash roosterteeth. Thank you, Quip, for sponsoring this episode of the Receive Podcast and for helping me have clean teeth. How about this for an idea? I'm totally getting this thing. This it's thing is like li- literally a quarter or a fifth the size of my current toothbrush. It's tiny. I don't know how, I don't know how to do it. You just put a little lid on, on it to travel with it. It's super easy. Right, what about a camera with a light on it that you shove in your mouth and it is a dentist? It is a dentist? Like the de- there's a dentist like Why do you leave it with the light? I mean, just say you mouth. put a dentist in your mouth. <laughs> no. The, the, the person can watch the feed and be like, oh, you need a filling on this tooth. Oh, you don't I have to go fix to... shit. You I mean, see, I think they have to, like, still, they it gotta poke do the in filling. there and stuff like that. Yeah, they gotta see, like, how the tartar is under the gum line. Yeah. You don't think you could have a dental checkup through just pictures? No. Maybe, I, I, I think you Maybe for, like, extreme emergencies, like I a cracked tooth or something, but then you gotta go into the dentist anyway. We should ask Lindsay. Her mom's a dentist. We, uh, mm-hmm. but they do a lot of, uh, they do a lot of, uh, feeling. Speaking of which, did oh. Ryan... Pull his own tooth out this weekend. Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with him? What was the it, fuck it looked like a do? crown, maybe, or was it a whole uh, it was no. like a, a hunk of wisdom tooth? Because apparently they smashed him out. Why did he go to the what? How, why? Why? It was Ryan. It, was Ryan, it buried yeah. in his gum and he it was dug poking it out? out? It was like emerging. So he just pulled it. Yikes! Just ripped it out. Just go. Oh. Look, he's an animal. You know him. Oh. That's horrific. <laughs> go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Just in case. Just go to Lindsay. What if like a nerve comes with it? And then you like you get trouble. What does a nerve look like? 
like a little rope a little spaghetti. with electricity on it. Have you ever seen that? 127 hours? Oh, that's there's, enormous. There's the picture. That's enormous. That's too big to be pulling out. Oh. But with that's tweezers, not actually, I feel like it, it yeah, probably tweezers. wasn't that bad then if it was tweezers, right? Like it was probably just barely attached. Those are good tweezers. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> they're from a Swiss Army knife. <laughs> they are from a Swiss Army knife. Good call, guys. They are. Exactly. <laughs> Why is it that all the planet named elements are dangerous? Mercury. Mercury is dangerous. Kill Mars bars are totally fine. They're delicious. That's true. <laughs> Venusium. That's a very dangerous element. Neptune's element. my favorite Ruby character. Neptunium. Is that radioactive? Is that an element? Yeah. Is Neptune. Where would you get Neptunium? Neptunium? What do you use it for? I don't know, but it's apparently not as good as uranium or plutonium. But plutonium's not a planet anymore. It's Wouldn't it be funny if when they declassified Pluto that plutonium became like okay? It was like <laughs> it became, inert. It became like what about unobtainium? <laughs> yeah. So somebody in the uh, control room is a huge Avatar fan. <laughs> <laughs> Did I read correctly that they've uh, they fil already filmed the last uh, the next uh, so the some of the uh, yeah. the Avatar movies? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Did I read that correctly? Do you Can think there'll be another mech sense. with another giant knife? <laughs> I like the mech with the giant knife. It was stupid! Alright. Whatever. Why wasn't it built into the arm? It didn't need to pick up it's, a knife it's, from it's, a it's big like pocket. It's like Pacific Rim all over again. I got a poll for you. I got a poll for you. The new battle, or was Alita Battle Angel? Is that what they're calling the movie? Alita Battle Angel? Yeah. They put out a I second trailer. I think that's the name of the that's manga. The oh. Or, yeah. or the anime? Oh. Yeah. I don't know what the source material is. The girl with the eyes? Alita Battle Angel. They put out a second trailer. Yeah. Did you, did you see I haven't seen it yet, no, but I, I saw some people talking about it, okay. saying that it looked pretty good. Yeah, it's good. Look colorful. It's good. Oh, see it. But I, what do you guys think? Was it good? Not good? Control room? Broadcast? No reply. Seeing a lot Nobody of saw it? Shrugs. Yeah. At Alita, Battle Angel. The second trailer. No, it's terrible. Eric, you don't like you don't like the second trailer? No. Eric, don't opinion on that's this a, podcast. Yeah, what's... what's Bernie's asking him! So, Avatar... Two is coming out 2020, Avatar 3 2021, Avatar 4 2024, Avatar 5 2025. When was the last one? Like 2009. 2009. So, so it'll be 11 years. Year. No, they're skipping between 2021 and 2025. The fuck? Man, that's a lot of that world. That I also feel like I'm not sure I care enough about. They did enough. Like Avatar One to me was enough. Like maybe a second one could like expand on that, but. Any more than that seems like too much. No, nah, then you prequel it, and then you spin off it. There's plenty. And I read a very their babies. I read a very Gavin New fact class. this weekend. Speaking of James Cameron stuff, and this is a Titanic fact. It's that to this day, the pool on the Titanic is still filled. This <laughs> 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 I don't know if had a pool or not, but when I read it, I thought that's it. immediately thought that is. So it never pool. lost its water. I don't water. think it had a pool on it. I don't think it did either. So a pool on a ship will always be a pool. Always be a pool. Like even if it breaks, it's still a pool. Because <laughs> it's underwater? Yeah. You mean if the ship breaks? Yeah. yeah if the ship breaks and ends up on the bottom of the ocean. Unless the pool cracks in half. And it's no longer that rectangle. <laughs> sounds like two pools to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like that fact about escalators can never really break. Because they just become stairs. Unless you've seen videos where escalators I've, break, and I've, then it's I've horrifying. Seen those I'm, I'm starting to develop an irrational fear of escalators. It's not irrational. Escalators watched, are fucking scary like, death traps. We knew the guy who worked on them before, yeah. and I spent a day with him once 
20 years ago to ruin you for the rest of your and life. And I was like, I don't I don't know if I trust escalators anymore. And as I've been getting older, I think more and more about what he told me that day. What did what happened? What's like the big terrifying You can so the place you like stand on the place you stand on are actually really thin metal. They used to be thinner. They used to be thinner. They're a little thicker now. Yep. And uh, a woman wearing high heel shoes, if you stand wrong, you can put it used to be you could potentially punch through Fuck. the metal. And they would just snap. Uh, yeah. And then you just and drop then, down in the gears. Yeah, and then when they when they snap, they just like boom, fall down and that it's just a nightmare of gears and I've, metal under there. I've been horrifying. on in Japan, I went on an escalator that was transparent and you could see inside it. There's a lot to it. Like you get yes. you, when you get off one, there's that like well, like five feet of metal plating. Yeah. Underneath that is a mulcher. It's crazy. Yep. There's a lot going on. Like in there. a grinder. Yeah, because you you don't realize how like far under the floor they come after they after you step off. They keep going quite yeah. away. Yeah, mm. I wouldn't want to fall in that. Yeah, and I've and I've seen some awful videos. You seen the video from the woman in China, right? <laughs> yes. And it's not gory. It's it not sounds, gory. It sounds gory. There's but just, it's there, just there's someone, awful. Someone is going somewhere they shouldn't be. Yeah. Does she get caught in it or? <sighs> so it's I a mean, video. I don't want you to be too gruesome. I mean, with but I mean, it. yeah, too. Uh, obviously, going to talk about something that's like a death it's thing a very here. Sad video. Uh, these it's a security cam footage and two women. It looks like they're in a shopping no, mall. It's like a woman and her kid. No, two women go up. Oh, gotcha. And as they leave the escalator, you know when you walk and there's that metal plate right in front of the escalator mm -hmm. before you get on it. They walk on that and it goes and like buckles. And they catch themselves and they grab onto each other, oh and then they are like looking at it. And while they're looking at it, down at the bottom of the escalator, a woman gets on with her kid. Oh god! And she starts coming up, and the two women are like pointing at the plate and telling her whatever. And then she's like, "But she can't stop coming up the escalator." So she's coming up, and uh, as soon as she steps on it, it like cracks. She literally, the woman is a hero. She grabs her kid and throws her kid. Oh. To the, to one of the women, and then she just like disappears, disappears into, into the floor. Holy shit! Like, and it's it's not good. Yeah, it's you don't really see anything gory, but it's like there's but you I there's mean, no good. And I think the escalator keeps going. Yeah, so yeah. it means that she went. Who knows? Yeah, that's horrible. It's really really fucking horrible. Cool. Can't wait to you, go on all these. Do escalators. you remember when we went to New Jersey? Yeah, I do remember that trip. Good and segue. The, there was a woman on an escalator, but she got she got like stuck against her luggage. As it got to the top, I don't <laughs> the, remember the that. luggage got caught, and she was getting like pushed up on top of her luggage, and her husband was, or maybe her husband was, but she was screaming. She was like, "Somebody help!" And everyone was like, and we were just watching this woman tip up over <laughs> oh, her luggage. God. In the end, she just plopped off, and then got up and was like, <clears throat> but she made a real huge scene. <laughs> I don't remember that I mean, at all. I can't believe you don't remember that. <laughs> I too, if I was that woman. No, I know it was like it was valid water. concern. It was just like going from like top of your lungs screaming like you're about to die to oh let me just I'm good. Uh, nothing to see here. Never I can't mind. believe you don't remember that. We we were <laughs> there's a, there's a lot about, about it afterwards. There's a lot about that trip that was shitty. That <laughs> was just like a oh, man upbeat story about Chinese elevators. So we can kind of cleanse the palate here. Uh, it was one of the best examples of dad reflexes ever, where. A kid was at the mall, and it's like an escalator, and he's on the outside of the escalator. It's a little kid, and he's messing around with the handle, the the rail that goes up, which is moving, moves along with the staircase, and he's holding it. And then all of a sudden, he starts like going up the side of the escalator on the outside of the escalator, just hanging on the outside of the escalator. But then he gets to a point where he can't let go, and no one security cam footage again can seems to notice this kid except for one dude who just starts fucking booking. And sure enough, when the kid falls, he catches the like kid right there, right? Perfectly. Yeah. It's an amazing clip. That and the one the one that always amazes me is a situation that I can 
totally see happening where it's the security checkpoint at the airport. There's a lot of shit going on, and the guy puts the kid up on the table and then oh, turns yeah. back and like does something, or it's, mm -hmm. I don't know, it's a parent does it's like getting his, something out of his back, bag through. or something. Yeah. And the kid just goes, leans like as soon as he lets go of the kid, kids came for like half a second, just enough as a parent, you're like, okay, he's settled. And then all of a sudden, the kid just leans, probably like a six or seven month old baby, yeah. just like wow. sitting up mm -hmm. for the first time, leans, falls off the table, and this person comes out of nowhere. It was like a TSA agent. Yeah, I think it was a TSA yeah. agent. And like does this diving catch and catches the kid like right as the kid's about to Holy hit the ground. Shit. It's fucking insane. Like I don't know how the person had that fast of a reaction. Watching the video and knowing what's coming, I didn't have that That's fast of a reaction. That's just pure instinct too. Like there's no way that guy had time to decide whether he was going to do that. He pr he must have seen the baby tipping and just, just thought. Reflex. Or like, oh yeah, he the watched the guy, put him down, was like, I'm just going to keep an eye just to be safe. And yeah. he starts tipping like, okay. It's a good thing I was watching. And of course, it's the internet, so everyone's like, you should, that person should lose their child and everything else. And it's just like, you, you never got hurt as a kid, oh, doing, you know, yeah. with some dumb thing. Man. It's, that's the whole thing. It's the, similar to the joke thing. It's where it's like, you're expected to be 100% perfect the whole time. Yeah. No one is in anything they do. You make a mistake. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of which, that, that, I mean, that, that applies to us probably more than anybody else, is we are throwing on a, a big event this year. You know, we talked about the security stuff, so we're all watching it very closely. We're, there's going to be something that comes up. We talked about this last week, Bethany. Something's going to happen. Something's like something that we didn't anticipate, something we're trying that's new, or something that has been working fine for years and suddenly doesn't work well, yeah. you know, with crowd it's management lot, or something. A lot of factors. Involved. So, and we're going to deal with that as it comes. But it's, it's, people should not be shocked if there's something that, like, oh no, this. And usually in past RTXs, if something comes up on Friday that they didn't anticipate being an issue, it's usually fixed by Saturday morning. Right, right. So if there is an issue, usually events and everyone involved is very aware of it and they do their best to fix yeah. it. Yeah. A lot of things are hard to anticipate. It. Gus, yeah. you and I know. You get, yeah, yeah, you get that many people together. <laughs> it's a. Uh... It's an ordeal. Yeah. I Something I will say too about escalators that always stresses me out is when you're going down an escalator and you could see it's very crowded at the bottom and people aren't getting off and moving away from the escalator I hate fast that. enough. Fucking idiots. It causes me so much anxiety coming down and being like, people better start, keep walking, keep walking, move away from the fucking escalator. Cause then if like one person gets stuck and then everyone just will topple over each other. So please don't do that at RTX yeah, if you're going moving. down an escalator. And <laughs> remember, don't stop. There's buttons on them. To stop them I always look for them. Hurt. I feel like I'm the only like I always want to know like where is the button? Just in it's case. always like at the bottom of the yeah, it's like the where, return. You get on, where you go. Mm -hmm. Do you still look for exits? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I uh It's funny because I always look for an exit count the rows to the exit in an airplane and mm -hmm. I flew with JD this weekend And it was like I made sure I put him as close as possible to the exit row Because uh, we couldn't sit together. We booked separately um, I put him as close as possible to the exit row uh, without can't be in it because he's only 16. Yeah, so how do you have to be 15 for exit row? Is that true? I thought it was 18. No, I don't think it's 18. I would think it would be 18. Let me look. You gotta, you gotta be able to direct the rest of the 15 years of age or older. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I could put him in the exit row. I don't know why it's the whole row. I feel like it's just the guy at the door needs to know. The, the person at the door well, has like, to be able to lift 65 pounds. If the person at the door gets hurt, you gotta have a couple backups. I mean, the, yeah. the plane's full of backups. If the person at the door gets hurt, someone's gonna open it. He or if the guy in the middle of the flight starts trying to open the door, then the person in the middle seat's got to fucking deck him. That, you still, you can't, people think you can open a door. You can't open them. Yeah, but it's just, but yeah. if somebody's trying to open the door, you get to deck them for free. That's a free oh, shot. That's true. Or, yeah. or a flight attendant might no use No one's going to be ball. like, you know, yeah. Just give them a little yappy dog and then put that couple who was in front of me on the plane. They'll beat them up for sure. <laughs> that skeezy couple. Are dogs even allowed in first class? <laughs> <laughs> 
Are they? I'm not even <laughs> that, sure. That's the title for this week's episode. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Uh, right. So thanks everybody for watching. We will see you guys at RTX, RTX. this weekend. Bye, everybody. Bye.